It's six o'clock, I'm Simon Oxley. The headlines, warning not to view discs found in Buckinghamshire. Police closures in Hertfordshire and record-breaking Rooney as England beats Switzerland. BBC Three Counties Radio. Police are warning people not to view the content of CDs found in streets and gardens in Buckinghamshire. The discs have two Hebrew words on them which translate as Hallelujah God but are said to contain violent images. More from Ollie Bayliss. The discs have been found in flower beds and on different streets in Chesham and Amersham. People on Facebook have also reported seeing them in Berkhamsted, Aylesbury, Dunstable and Mark Yate. Police are investigating the content of the discs but one person on Facebook posted that he had put the disc into his computer and it had contained videos of people being slaughtered with knives and chainsaws, child abuse and animal slaughter. Hertfordshire Police has announced plans to close Hoddesdon Police Station and the custody suite at Watford as part of plans to save money. Staff from Hoddesdon will be relocated to a new command centre at Chessant, but the force says there will not be any reduction in the number of frontline officers. The custody suite at Watford is currently closed temporarily, but that will become permanent with services concentrated at Stevenage and Hatfield. Hearts Police is pointing out that the rest of the policing team at Watford will remain unchanged. The Queen will become Britain's longest-serving monarch later today. She overtakes the record set by her great-great-grandmother, Queen Victoria, who was on the throne for 63 years and seven months. During her reign, there have been 12 US presidents, seven popes and 12 prime ministers. A Buckinghamshire care home has been rated inadequate and placed in special measures following an unannounced inspection by the Care Quality Commission. Russell House in Chalfont St Peter is run by the National Society for Epilepsy and cares for 19 residents. More from Jessica Cooper. The inspector visited the home in June and found it was not safe and there weren't enough staff, with knives and hazardous cleaning substances not kept locked and secured. Relatives say they're mostly happy with the care. In a statement, the National Society for Epilepsy said it's working closely with the CQC and it's taken immediate action. A British Airways plane has caught fire on the runway at Las Vegas Airport, injuring at least a dozen people. All those on board escaped down emergency slides. Firefighters in Milton Keynes say they will be offering safety advice to residents following yesterday morning's blaze in Monkston Park, which resulted in a woman and two children being taken to hospital. Bucks Fire and Rescue Service said they believe the fire was caused by a toy electric helicopter being charged. In sport, a historic night at Wembley as England beat Switzerland 2-0. For England history, from the penalty spot, right-footed, and he blasts it high into the net! A brilliantly taken penalty by Wayne Rooney, and Bobby Charlton's England goal-scoring record has gone! He's held it since 1968, but it belongs to Wayne Rooney now! The weather cloudy this morning, some sunshine this afternoon, a maximum temperature 20 degrees Celsius. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. I woke up this morning and everything was different. Something was strange in the air. I woke up this morning and everything was different. I knew that the ninjas had been
based on a true story, that song. It's based on a true story. Kelly, could you read the text that's come in for Wally Webb? Because I've just seen it and it makes me chuckle. What is this? So Wally, who's just announced another three weeks off, he's not back until October the 5th, Someone's texted in, and what have they said? Hi, Wally. Holiday again. You get more holiday than me, and I don't work anymore. (laughs) Oh, Ricky from Dunstable, how we love thee. Stuff, you know, there's the newsy stuff that's happening... We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Some of you call it the uh, meat of the show. Some of you call it the boring part of the show. I, I kind of switch back and forth. It depends. Let me have a little look. Bit of both today. Bit of both. <laughs> I If I found a disc, on, I'm always picking up discs off the floor and playing them. I always am. There's nothing excites me. I, okay, here we go. Hang on a second. Hang on a minute. Let's just... Let's... Across beds, hearts and bugs. We'll do the disc this story in a minute. BBC Three Counties Radio. In reverse order, the things that excite me to be found in the street. Okay. You got that? Yeah. You got that, Catherine? Yes. So in reverse order, the things that excite me to be found in a street. You don't find exciting things on the street like you used to in the 80s anymore. I'm not talking about razzles or mayfairs or men onlys or street, escorts. I mean, I mean bushes. Uh, exactly, very bushy. It's the 80s. Personal grooming hadn't become such a good thing, and I kind of missed... Anyway. Pants were bigger, that's why. Three, in reverse. We're being at bullied number, into it. At number three. Go. CDs. These are things. my favourite things to be found on the street. Mm-hmm. CDs. Ding. Oh, can I do a side to that? You can, you can, you guys can chip in. These are, these are my CDs, own personal top three. When CDs came out, they told us that they're indestructible. Yeah. And you could put jam on them, you could set fire to them. It was jam, on, wasn't it? On, jam, you could freeze it and you could bury them with a three. On Tomorrow's World, they did a lot of CD abuse and yeah. it would appear that well, they... Well, this is the 80s. <laughs> anyway, I found CDs and you can't play them scratched. Yeah, so what happened there, Maggie Philbin? Yeah, Maggie Philbin, yeah. you beautiful. I, I've spoken to, I've interviewed Maggie Philbin. She emanates... Such a powerful sexual aura, honestly. You know why? Yeah. Chug effect. Yeah. <laughs> Is she your second favourite thing to find in the street? No. Oh. So the second favourite thing to find in the street, uh, uh, VHS video recorders, brackets, other electrical equipment outside somebody's house. Mm-hmm. With I a do- little note mm-hmm. saying, take me. Can oh. I do an aside? Yeah, go, 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 go. I'm sad that we don't find unravelled tapes in the street anymore. Well, you've, you've, you've gone on to my... You've, you've, you've hoodwinked me. No, you haven't. You've frog-leaped me. Oh? you frog-leaped me. Because, number one, good old-fashioned cassette. Because if there's a cassette left there, no-one's going to pick that up, except for this guy. Got, um, I've got at home... I've got um, my nads out. I get my nads out at yeah. home. Mm. And I've got a stacking system. First, one of the first things I bought when I got started earning good money, it's a good system, that's why it's lasted. Everyone needs a decent set of nads. Mm. And my nads are cracking. How, do you want me to keep milking my nads, or should we stop there? Can we, yeah. Okay. Leave them alone just for a, it's like it's half an hour. It's got dual cassette, so I can record oh. from one tape onto another tape. So you've got one tape, you can end up with two. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And also, also reverse. So if I'm just like there, oh, the tape's finished, I've got to... I haven't, it's auto-reversed. Wow. 
Aww. That's great technology. Oh three four five nine four double five five double five. Today we're celebrating great technology, as you've just heard there. From the 80s. From the 80s. Uh, your favourite things, uh, what to find on the street. And why is the Queen better than you? We know she is, but why is the Queen better than you? All the papers have got their tongues right up her backside today. Unbelievable. That's a B-side. Imagine that being a... You know, we've got to put something on the B-side. Um, how about that version of Ooh Child we do? Yeah, OK, I'll oppose these. We will. Why the hell not? We'll do that as well. Let's go out on a ragger tip. And I'm trying to think off the top of my head, your best B-sides, your best B-sides, dear listeners. Oh three four five nine four double five five double five. If I'm not mistaken, I think God only knows was a B side. I think God only knows was a B side in the United States. Perhaps, perhaps Kelly, you could ask Jeeves. I will. Thank uh, you. Or Bing it. I think it was, or maybe it was a double A. I don't know. I just don't know. 
Let's get uh, the nation's favourite B-sides. Oh, don't. Why have you got to turn everything to lavatorial humour? I'm not. Mate? I'm pulling my microphone closer. What's the... Well, yeah, in, with your... Uh, okay. <laughs> it was released as a B-side of Wouldn't It Be Nice in the United States. Ladies and gentlemen, God Only so Knows was a B-side. They asked a question and then they flipped it over and answered it. Yeah, wouldn't it be nice? God Only Knows. <laughs> See? Great Beach Boys bands there, guys. BBBs. Thames Valley Police are advising people not to view the content of CD-ROMs that have been found in streets and gardens across Buckinghamshire. The homemade discs have various things scribbled on them, but the one we've seen... Well, I say we, I've not seen it. You've seen a photo of You've it. seen a photo. i show you if you want. Um, oh, uh, Just imagine the, it. The one that Kath's seen a photo of is marked with a cross and the Hebrew for Hallelujah God. The police's comments come after some social media users, that would be Facebook or Twitter, suggested they contain violent images of murder and um, horrible things happening to kids. Uh, it, it, this is, is this more than a Facebook rumour, Catherine? It would appear so, because um, we've asked around with the police. But we've not seen... We've not... Have we fingered a disc? No. And ha- we, haven't put, we haven't put a disc into a computer and seen it for ourselves? No. OK, but, I just want to make that clear. Thank you. we've spoken to the police and they're aware of it. Two of our police forces are uh, Hertfordshire, we asked about it. We've had some reports of discs being found in Berkhamsted. They say they've heard nothing and we don't know whether that means nothing for Berkhamsted or nothing at all. Thames Valley Police, meanwhile, is acknowledging that something is going on in Buckinghamshire. They say a number of discs have been found in the streets and gardens of homes in the Chiltern area over the last few days. And they're urging anyone who receives or finds one of these discs not to open them up on their computer and laptop and to call 101. Um, they're also appealing for anyone who saw these discs being distributed or have any further information to come forward. Um, they've confirmed that the discs are printed with the same symbols on them, it would appear. So we're talking about um, a cross marked in, uh, the one I've seen, black pen, a cross marked in a marker pen um, and some Hebrew words as well. Um, Bedfordshire police are also aware of them. They're asking people to call 101 if they get one. We're hearing they've been found in Dunstable and Marquette. Uh, so th- have they all got the cross and the Hebrew writing on them, he asked, pretty much knowing the answer? Well, it would appear so, although they are homemade, so I bet there's some variation. The feeling, however, is that they are some kind of veiled threat to the Muslim community, or so at least you know, trying to stir it up. Veiled threat? Okay, we'll be right speaking to Fiaz Mughal, who's the director of Tel Mama, which monitors Islamophobia later on in the programme. He says what it is, he sounds in keeping with a campaign that's been going on for the last few years. He says since the murder of Lee Rigby, mosques have been receiving anti-Muslim DVDs showing the sort of things that we're having reported here, beheadings, abuse, etc. However, this is the first time they've been left, it would seem, at random in people's gardens and on the street. And it has to be said that these aren't areas with large, um, obvious Muslim populations, you know, Berkhamsted Market, places like that. So it's very odd. Uh, it is. That's a great summary of the story. It's very, very odd, and it brings us what we like to do on this show from time to time is turn that story upside down. Yeah. Uh, so, what fun things have you found in the street? Oh three four five nine four double five five double five. It's a. Fu- You're right there. Your your nose is just pouring. Mm, fine. Yeah. It's a lot of wiping going on of the no- nasal mm. regions. I can't see below the neck, but the nasal region is. It's. Are you sure? Yeah, absolutely fine. Um. Uh, do, do you need a cork or something? No. Do you still get cork? Well, I think it's a limited resource these days, isn't it? Where does it come from? Is it mine? Tree. What tree? A cork tree. In Ireland? What county cork? Why not? Is it? It's a tree, is it? You know where they get mayo from? Um, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. 
On the M1 southbound, there was an accident earlier between Junction 13 for Bedford and 12 for Flittick. There was uh, there was queues there. It's still very busy, although all the lanes are open. On the A14 highway, come there's roadworks between Brandon Road and Chorley Road. So they could cause some delays later on. And also in Welling Garden City on Hartford Road, there's a lane closed there for roadworks between the A1M and Hartford Road. So expect it to be very busy there later too. Looking at the train departure boards, the 626 service from Milton Keynes Central to London Euston has been cancelled. Samantha Bruff, BBC. Three Counties Radio. Hey, oops, I mean, nice on whip travel there, lass. Nice on whip travel. Busy show this morning. So, why is the Queen better than you? Just accept that as the, 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 the basis for the question and that it's fact and then answer it. Your favourite B-sides and uh, your favourite thing to find in the street. 03459 455 555. You can text us as well. 81333. Start your Texas 3CR. Right now, though, it's 6.16. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Police are warning people not to view the content of CDs found in streets and gardens in Buckinghamshire. Hertfordshire Police has announced plans to close Hoddesdon Police Station today and the custody suite at Watford as part of plans to save money. And the Queen will become Britain's longest-serving monarch later today, overtaking the record set by her great, great and she was great-grandmother Queen Victoria. On Inside Out, we visit the Muslim school where students and staff tell us how they cope with suspicion and prejudice. We meet the man who says the bank cost him his business. And in preparation for the 2015 Rugby World Cup, we get an exclusive look at how England's physio team prepare players to be pushed to the limit. Inside Out with me, David Whiteley, Monday, 7.30 on BBC One.
And there we go. Good morning, guys. Morning. Morning. Oh, Love a crush from the album Teenage Symphonies to God. It's a masterpiece. That song made me smile because <laughs> I was just thinking of someone's uh, radio alarm going off. <laughs> I must admit, I've not heard that song for about 20 years. It was a little bit more aggressive than I remembered. Quite raucous. That stood the test of time and, and then some. Those guys really, uh, wow, they were angry in their youth. They're probably a lot older now. Dealey. Yes, boss. At half past six, we're doing it. And then we keep teasing it. And we keep. I've had dozens of emails, <laughs> postcards, letters. Yeah. I even. I even um, oh, no, the, 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 the punchline. The punchline to one of my favourite jokes uh, is. Well, I can't do the punchline. I can do the. Can I do the feed line to one of my favourite jokes? Catherine, you're looking hesitant. Well, I'm I just know about your jokes, and favourite joke is going to be well, pretty. Last night, I tweeted the punchlines to three of my favourite jokes. No, I be 42. He had to work it out with a pencil. Yeah. And no, use your finger like everyone else. Okay. Now there's, the, a, there's a theme. <laughs> now the, and it, well, I was just talking about um, faxes there, and it reminds me of a joke, okay? There's... Uh, <laughs> I can't quite remember it, so I'm making it up on the hoof a bit. Um, okay, so there's... there's uh, there, there, we're, we're in court, okay? There's a lawyer, and he's in court, and he's defending somebody, right? Sorry? He's defending somebody, uh, and uh, the fellas, and the, the judge says, "Well, I, I need. To, can I see uh, the documents? The documents are integral to this case. So, right. Can I see? Can I see the documents?" And the lawyer goes, Ey. "No, the lawyer's old, oh. and the right. The, so they're both old. The lawyer, right? The man being defended trialed doesn't matter, but the the judge and the the the, 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 the QC are old. Well, I need to see." The documents. I'm terribly sorry, Honour. We've forgot to bring the documents. Ah, this is the judge. I can tell he's got, he's got a slightly different voice. Only right, right. slightly. Right, okay. Ah, fax it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> fax it up. Do you not like that? I've told them the punchline off air, Justin. You won't have heard that. Mm, mm. Um, did you not like that? I work with my accent, so. Fax it up. Um, yeah, it sounds good, boss. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I'll tell you the punchline. Anyway, yeah, so yeah, please, we've please. Had faxes. We, we will be celebrating at half mm. about 6.34 this fellow, okay? But who is this fellow? This is powerful stuff. It is, yeah. If people don't get it from this, then I mean, it's really. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Can I just say that? And for, for any man who is single, who is going on a dating website, and you've taken a lovely lady out for a, for a beautiful meal. This is the say, reason why. Would you like to come back to mine for a coffee? That is the tune that you put no, on. It will is... work every time. Uh, that's the tune you put on, surely, when you're um, uh, taking off your trousers to go on those dating websites, isn't it? <laughs> Quite possibly, yeah. You're I losing love it. the belt. Okay, here's oh. another. Here's another one. Here's another one. Here's another. One. Who, who? This album. I mean, how dare he? No. This is what you put on after. <laughs> when, you, when you're telling her to go. That's <laughs> twenty to eleven at night. Here we go. But who is it? Two, give me two more, two more, because this, this one's a bonus track. And there was a period about 1989 when every boy learnt how to play this um, 
to learn to play this, this song on guitar. I've never heard this version yet. It's late. Okay, and the final one. This is my favourite. <laughs> this is my favourite. Oh, the awful Spanish. Don't be so racist. I quite like some of the Spanish. <laughs> Not as much as I do. Six thirty-five. Yes, sir. That, that, that track, boss. I used to be such a massive Madonna fan. I used to yeah. absolutely. That is love not Madonna, her. by the way. So I have to well, stress it, that is not Madonna's version. I was going to say when, when I heard that and yeah. I realised that there was better talent out there. That's when I went off Madonna after hearing that version. <laughs> well, we're six thirty-four, guys. Stay listening. It's happening. By if, the way, that punchline. Surely it should be fax it. No, fax it up. No, but no one says fax it up. Fax it. No. Yeah, it you works. Would, well, that 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 fax it up. No. Oh. <laughs> I'm glad you're not saying the punchline because that was. <laughs> now, on to more serious issues, Justin. Yes, uh, yes. We've been contacted by one of our listeners from Hemel who, um, well, she, I remember this woman, she was trying to sell her gallstones on eBay. I wonder how much money yeah. she made. By the way, Tangent, have you seen? Abs from Five is selling his Brit Award. What? On eBay. It's on eBay. You can go and bid on it. Be careful, though, because it's already had... Last night, it had had 187 bids. It was up to £1,300. No. No. I think someone may be winding Abs up a little bit. But Abs at home is going, Mum, Mum, I'm going to be able to pay you back that money. It's up to a million pounds. (laughs) Oh, Abs, bless him. Uh, Anita Crawley, uh, her latest visit uh, to hospital was memorable, but for all the wrong reasons. Um, She was having a little kit, but she's doing hospital, recuperating, um, and someone stole from her handbag while she's asleep, and it would appear that they came back when they couldn't get her credit card to work. Justin, you've spoken to Anita. What happened? It sounds horrible. Yeah, uh, yeah, it is horrible. Uh, A fortnight ago, Anita, who's 69, was uh, admitted to a private room in the A&E department at Watford Hospital, and she was placed on a drip there to treat severe gastroenteritis. Now, while she was asleep, £80 in cash, that was stolen from her bag, and her debit card was also removed. The thieves, what they tried to do, boss, was withdraw money, £470 from her account, before actually putting the card back in her purse, the cheek of it. Uh, the transaction didn't actually go through after her bank flagged up that this was out of character for her, so thankfully that didn't happen, and then the police were called. Uh, what, have, let's go, what have the hospital had to say? Let's deal with that first. Yeah, I mean, West Hearts Hospital Trust, they gave us a statement, and their director of environment, Kevin Howe, he said that they were very concerned to hear of the theft, and they apologised for the distress cause. He said that we do take the safety of our patients and their belongings very seriously and we also have guidelines in place relating to the safe storage of patient property so what they're saying is they encourage all patients to pass their valuables to them for safekeeping those items are, are logged and placed into sealed bags and he also told us as well that their security is constantly under review and once the police have finished their investigation they'll be looking to see if they can hopefully prevent this happening again oh, in the future it's horrible and i remember when um one of our kids was being born. I don't remember which one. Probably the first one, actually. And um, I kind of left a bag with bits and pieces by the side of the bed. And the nurse said, "Oh, don't leave that. We've, we've had a few thefts recently." And yeah. you think it's a flipping hospital? What have the police said? 
Well, they say they're investigating the theft. Uh, all lines of inquiry have been looked into, but you mentioned this at the start. I spoke to Anita yesterday. You were talking to her live later, but she's actually due back in hospital very shortly for an operation. And as you can imagine, the hospital is saying to her, look, we're very sorry, this is very, very rare, but she's clearly very nervous that the same thing can yeah, happen again because her privacy has been invaded. Hey. And they've taken the money. They've obviously tried to use her card as well. So going back in for that operation, she feels very nervous about that. Terrible, terrible. Justin, uh, thank you for that. Uh, busy morning t today. Uh, uh, the Hoff. Oh, I said it. Oh. Quick, where's the dumb button? Where's the dumb button? Oh, we're at BBC. We haven't got a delay. Oh, no. <laughs> the Hoff is a really good actor. I'm a big yeah. fan of his. Anyway, yes. on a separate note, mm, mm. <laughs> the tribute completely separate, in no way connected. Don't yeah. put. I've, I've got words on a screen in front of me and I'm reading them because I'm an idiot. Speaking of being an idiot, you know I went to the House of Lords yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Rock, very exciting day. I went to the House of Lords yesterday. Uh, it's in London. So I, oh. I drove to Hammersmith, parked in Hammersmith, got changed in the Hammersmith car park, floor seven, if anyone was lucky enough to, to, uh, <laughs> to witness that. Um, got on the tube to Westminster, got to Westminster, stood up. I went, see, where's the peers' entrance? It's just, you go up there, there's a, on the horse, beautiful. We stood there thinking, these guys are a little bit late. Let me just check this email and see if they've got contact details. Oh, no, I was 24 hours early. What? I was a whole flipping day early, <laughs> just. You muppet. A day, and I was, boy, oh, boy, when I, when I eventually see the funny side of it, we'll be having a laugh. But until so then... So is, is that why you're wearing trousers again today, then? Yes, mate, because I'm, I'm, I'm trying it again. I think it's today. <laughs> I mean, I'm, 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 I thought it was yesterday, but I'll try again today. Uh, silly boy. We'll speak to you in a bit. Cheers, my dears. Thank you. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. Just speak, hello. Yeah, just just speak. Is it working? Speak. Okay, I can't just, hear you, but I'll can talk. You, can you hear me? <laughs> the M1 southbound yeah, has can. queues between junction 13 for Bedford and 12 for Flitwick. That's because of an accident that happened earlier. All the lanes are open, but it's very slow. On the A41 Gatehouse Road in Aylesbury, there's roadworks at the junction for Gatehouse Way. And on the North Orbital Road in St Albans, in both directions, there's a lane closed between the Park Street roundabout and the London Coney roundabout. On the trains, there's no reported problems at the moment. Samantha Brough, BBC Three County Trains. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's 6.30, I'm Simon Oxley. Police are warning people not to view the content of CDs found in streets and gardens in Buckinghamshire. The discs have two Hebrew words on them which translate as Hallelujah God but are said to contain violent images. Harfordshire Police has announced plans to close Hoddesdon Police Station and the custody suite at Watford as part of plans to save money. The Queen will become Britain's longest-serving monarch later today, overtaking the record set by her great-great-grandmother Queen Victoria. And a Buckinghamshire care home has been rated inadequate and placed in special measures following an unannounced inspection by the Care Quality Commission. Russell House in Chalfont St Peter is run by the National Society for Epilepsy and cares for 19 residents. Three Counties Sport. BBC Three Counties Radio. Wayne Rooney has become England's all-time record goal scorer. His late penalty gave England a 2-0 win over Switzerland last night and was also his 50th England goal, overtaking Sir Bobby Charlton's record. I was very nervous. Um, I knew it was a, such a big moment for me in my career and I was focusing on the ball and the goal and 
a few of the players said after the game it was like being in a contest you know the, the phones and the flashlights but to be honest I weren't aware of it but I was nervous uh, I thought just put my foot through the ball hit it as hard as I can towards um, the corner and if the keeper saves it it'll have to be a great save so he nearly he got a touch to it but thankfully the power has took him Bedford's marathon world record holder Paula Radcliffe has proclaimed her innocence after being, in her words, linked to allegations about doping. She said accusations made at a parliamentary select committee inquiry threatened to undermine her reputation. England's cricketers beat Australia by 93 runs in the third one-day international at Old Trafford. England scored 300 for eight from their 50 overs before dismissing the tourists for 207. James Taylor made a century for England. It's been a couple of games coming for us to get back in winning ways really nice and especially for myself to get over that line I got 98 not out against Australia in the World Cup and to get 100 against them tonight and in a winning cause is really nice and at the US Open tennis Serena Williams is through to the semi-finals after beating her sister Venus in three sets to move within two victories of her first calendar Grand Slam BBC Three Counties News and Sports the next full bulletin at seven it's coming it's coming there you go see what's it panicking for he's waiting for the Percussion woman to start on our congas.
I'm gonna put some. I'm gonna put my cards on the table here. Again. Those tied old cards. That um, facts it up is a great gag, isn't it? But I heard Barry Cryer telling that on Radio Four in the daytime. In the daytime. Radio Four, that's got filthy, hasn't it? Filthy. Filthy. Still, isn't 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 Radio Four closing? Is that what Tony Hall said? Has he desperately tried to save this sinking ship? Anyway. All right, cards on the table. Pound for pound, no... Well, yeah, no. I know exactly where you're going. Well, I don't think you do. You're going to start ranking these girls. No, 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 no. Oh, no. And make some comment about Carney Wilson. No, I'm not, mate. No, I'm going to say... Daily, maybe you can back me up on this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Come on, boss, hit me. Pound for pound, Wilson Phillips were... In the top three sexiest bands of yep. the when were they the eighties the nineties the nineties the top three sexiest bands of the nineties boom yep. you're Ad forgetting Nats. about the honeys with a Z. <laughs> let, me, let, me go, let me Google the honeys. What, what do you reckon? I, I will put them up there. No, definitely. And you know what? I was watching. Uh, it was, what was the film? Bridesmaids in the cinema about two years hang on, ago. Oh, hang on uh, a second. Sorry. What, this, what? What? You saw, surely you mean this was just on the telly one evening and you happened to watch it? No, 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 no. no. I, w- I went to the cinema. Listen. Wow, well, you paid I, dollar I, for it. Mate, no, I didn't pay dollar for it. It was research for a programme. OK, I got into the cinema. The honey's, the honey's a rank. <laughs> the honey's a... I mean, what's that there? That's a, that's a gusset. OK. Right, you were watching Bright. You paid. You you got a freebie to go and got see Bridesmaids. Got a freebie. Got a freebie to go and watch Bridesmaids. Yes. And what one of the girls in the film that was her favourite song. So yeah. so so when she got married at the end, Wilson Phillips were actually in oh. the film performing at the wedding. And you know what? Yeah. I sat there with a big cheeky smile on my face. I pushed the popcorn oh, to one side. I was up off my feet, enjoying <laughs> myself. There is there is. Well, you stood up in a cinema. Okay. Yeah, there's a, a great there's a great film. It's right. A clap. There's a, I love applauses at the end of films. I do. It's so rare, especially... Yeah, OK. The only two times I've been in the cinema... By the way, any of these things, if you're listening and you want to take part in, you can. The only two times I've had applause in the cinema was when I watched... Um, it was Jackie Chan. I think it was Rumble in the Bronx. <laughs> Not one of his finest. And I watched that in, like, Turnpike Lane or something. And it, there was cheering and whooping and a round of applause at the end. Mm. The other time... Serious voice now was when I was in New York City and I went to a midnight screening of one of them films about September the 11th. Yeah, I know. Me and my my brother-in-law, we we were wide awake. We were in New York City and this film had just come out. I don't know which one it was. There were two. It was the good one. Mm. And um, it was was one about the flight where the the, the passengers had taken control. And we went and watched it. Flipping heck. At the end of it, there was silence... There was sobbing, and then very slowly. Gosh. It was weird as well. Is the bit when it, it, the bit when the, the the passengers on the plane start? It was funny. There was laughter at all the the Muslim bits where they're like shaving their body hair and stuff, and then the bit when the passengers uh, are, are, are trying to get into the cockpit to take over the plane. Yes, come on, come on, guys. I think we know Even how this one ended. Yeah, we know what the ending was. Yeah. Wowzers, powerful stuff. The one time I've done audience participation in a theatre, uh, in a cinema, was uh, Leicester Square. Uh-oh. Went to see The Exorcist, a midnight show. Sing showing. along an Exorcist. Wasn't sing along, a scream along. Aye. Scream along an Exorcist. Um, midnight showing. And I think the reason for the hilarity and the clapping was that everyone was drunk. 
It also is a hilarious film, though, isn't it? The Exorcist. Okay, here we go, guys. This is this is just this is just giving us phone-ins for the rest of the month. Get that whiteboard in, right? Films that do not stand the test of time. The Exorcist does not stand it's the test of time. Hilarious now. You mentioned Clockwork Orange. Uh, I think it was yesterday or the day before. Just terrible. It's, I mean, it looks awful now. No, no. I, I think that does stand the test of time. What? I've never no, seen it. No, I do because I I, oh. I do believe personally. Yeah. I do believe that you can cure people. With from sorry from what? Well, if somebody is a nasty, horrible person, okay, I'm sure one or two here, like, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, a bit, a bit like in a Clockwork Orange, okay, yeah. with the right treatment, maybe you can be cured. That's why it stands the test of time well, for I, me. Well, I, I think that you, I think you can. I don't think um, clamping their eyes open and um, <laughs> giving them electric shocks when they watch violent yeah. sexual imagery is necessarily yeah. the way. To, in fact, they yeah. tried that. They tried that. Mm, they mm. actually happened in the 70s. And I don't think. I just think the horrible synthesized music and yeah, yeah, the, yeah. I think it dates anyway. Oh three four five nine four double five five by five films that do not stand the test of time. And when have you been in the cinema and there's been a round of applause? And it can be for as simple as someone spilling their cokes everywhere. That gets a round of applause. I've got one. I've got one. I saw the Omen remake. Okay, wow. but this was a that special was occasion you, you because because it came out six six. 06. I went to watch what? it that very six, six, evening. 6606, yeah. the number yeah, yeah, of the beast. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I went kinda. to watch it. I went to watch it that very evening. I have never been to a cinema before where there was so much atmosphere and at the end everyone just got up and gave the film a Love round it. of applause because of the occasion. Yeah. Not not because of the film, because of the occasion. Because of the, they got the date. Yeah. Because they did the date. Special. Films films okay. Can I give you one more that doesn't stand yeah, the test? Go, of time? go, go, go. American Gigolo, right? Right, yeah. At the beginning of American Gigolo. Richard Gere is supposed to be looking hot and he was a very good looking man, a short man, but a very good looking man yeah, in his day, yeah, right? Yeah. And at the beginning he's getting getting ready to go out and meet the ladies, right? Yeah. So he lays out awful tie after awful tie after awful tie and obviously at the time it was supposed to be like, oh my goodness, he's so sophisticated, so he's amazing. They're all horrible. And this it is, starts that way and that's the way it continues. This is why Fifty Shades of Grey will never age because he's just got grey ties. And she only wears pants. Yeah. Uh, 03459455555. One film that does stand the test of time better than I thought is Bill and Ted that I watched the other night. Oh, brilliant. I'm going to watch that today. Oh, it's brilliant. Anyway, Justin, mm. we like to celebrate legends. We come up with this thing where, you know, when Scylla died, everyone was like, oh, this is outrageous. When whoever, you know, when. George the, Cole? Uh, this get, is outrageous. <laughs> when the Minder died, it was like, oh, this is so sad. We loved him. But we don't tell these people we love them when they're alive. Yes. So we want to change that. So um, our heritage celebrities. We salute you, and we're going to um, go around one by one and tell them we love them. Tell us about today's heritage celebrity. Yeah, a lot of listeners have been in touch, and the listeners are coming up with these names, by the way. So we've had uh, Jerry Marsden so far. We've had Shirley Bassey so far. We've also had Joe Brown. Today, we are celebrating the Hoff. Ladies and gentlemen, David Hasselhoff. Dustin Hoffman? Oh, yeah. I thought you meant Dustin Hoffman. I've gone no, completely... No, no. Right. Big, big Dave, we're yep. uh, <laughs> celebrating Big Dave. <laughs> so we are putting together these tribute packages. Uh, right now, let's pay respect and love to the Hoff. When you think of leather jackets and tight red shorts, your brain is automatically trained to think of the Hoff, officially the most watched man on TV. He first appeared in The Young and Restless in the 1970s, but in 1982 he became a force, a legend, an idol. Playing the legendary Michael Knight in Knight Rider. Well then, in the late 1980s, looking ripped and tanned, he took his fame to another level. I'll be there. I'll be ready. 
Investing his own cash into the show, he became the executive producer of Baywatch, which is still viewed in 140 countries by over 1 billion viewers each week. His music career also took off, hitting number one in Germany with the classic Looking for Freedom. So to the streets we go. Gene, Elvis, or the Hoff? Hoff. Seriously? Seriously. Let's get the Malaysian perspective. Madam, can you uh, score David Hasselhoff's mullet out of 10 for us, please? 10. We are celebrating the Hoff this morning, madam. What a legend, what a player. I mean, you must love him. No, he's like a dried up fish. What? He's like a dried up fish. He's awful. I think you're one of these ladies who doesn't want to admit your true feelings towards the Hoff. Just be open, be honest. I am honest, love. I'm always honest. <laughs> Let's get the Ghanaian perspective. Uh, David Hasselhoff, just a mention of his name and your face is lit up, madam. Yeah. yeah. My bus is here, please. You are Well, it would certainly appear that the Hoff means everything to people still at the age of 63. Massive respect and love to you, Dave. Hashtag Red Shorts. The best episode, the best episode of um, Baywatch mm. is uh, they have a little, the epilogue at the end. And uh, Dustin, uh, Dustin D David Hassoff is walking along the beach with um, uh, someone else and they're talking about music. Mm. And David Hasselhoff says to the other guy, so what music do you like? And the guy says, oh, I, like, I like Bon Jovi. I think they're brilliant. He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy says, so, so what do you like? Are you, are you having a wee out there, Just? Does someone no, let no. the air out of you? No, 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 it's just people on the street. That's what happens. You, know, you get, you get noise on the street. No, no I'm not urinating. And so the fella says um, to uh, David Hasselhoff, what music do you like? And he goes, oh, yeah. I really like this guy called David Hasselhoff. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. It, and then he says, yeah. And the guy says, I've not heard of him. He goes, yeah, yeah, he's really big in Germany. He actually says that. Wow, that if is why I love could, him even more. If someone can send me the YouTube clip, YouTube clip we'll have some of that. Uh, the Queen, uh, she's the longest-serving monarch. If she makes it to half past five, Justin, she'll be the yep. longest-serving monarch. Can you find... Um, she's obviously better than all of us. We know yep. that. That's a yep. fact. Can you take that to the streets? I'm going to go to Luton this morning. I'm looking for a town with a bit of attitude. I'm going to Luton. I'll be there very, very soon. Tomorrow. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. It's very slow on the M1 southbound from Junction 13 for Bedford to 12 for Flitwick. That's because of an accident earlier, although all the lanes are open. On the A1M, it's also busy southbound at Junction 7 for Stevenage. And the M25 anti-clockwise is building up around Junction 19 for the A41 at Watford. In St Albans on the North Orbsville Road, there's a lane closed in both directions between the Park Street roundabout and the London Coney roundabout. That's for roadworks, so it could cause some delays later, but it's looking fine at the moment. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy. 6.47, uh, Wednesday the 9th of September. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Police are warning people not to view the contents of CDs found in, found in streets and gardens in Buckinghamshire. Hertfordshire Police has announced plans to close Hoddesdon Police Station and the custody suite at Watford as part of plans to save money. And the Queen will become Britain's longest-serving monarch later on today, overtaking the record set by Queen Victoria. Let's get the webs. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. 
Some cloud around this morning, but gradually this southeasterly breeze will start to pick up. It's coming from the continent and bringing some warmer, drier air. So despite having one or two spots of drizzle in the cloud this morning, it will break up significantly as we head through the day. And we should get some nice sunny spells later on this afternoon. Temperatures up to 20 Celsius in the sunshine, so it's going to feel really nice as well. Overnight tonight, clear spells. Temperatures down to 10 could drop into single figures if you're in the countryside. The prone spots under the clearer skies um, over, uh, for tomorrow, rather, a similar sort of day. We've still got this breeze coming from the southeast, but little cloud, just some patchy cloud bubbling up in the afternoon, perhaps, but plenty of sunshine and temperatures up to 21 Celsius. Similar day for Friday, but it's changing overnight Friday into Saturday and turning unsettled for the weekend. And that's your forecast. Original British drama on BBC One. Where is the doctor? This is an attack. Survival, it's just a choice. Choose it now. Doctor Who starts September 19th on BBC One and BBC One HD. I'm choosing what song to Whoa, flipping it. Calm down, Catherine. Well, I'm choosing what song to play. I don't know whether I want... Um... Do you want this? It's slinky, this. It's slinky, isn't it? This one, this one. What else you got? Let's see what else we got. You know what song this is, don't no. you? Oh, no. Just, just wait till you recognise the song. Do you know what song this is, Cow's Bells? Yeah. White lines <laughs> blowing through my mouth. OK, we've got that. We've got don't this. Don't be silly. You're, come on, any... Oh, any... To, 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 to. oh, I thought she was talking to us. <laughs> it's got this. I like this one. You want this? Mm. Yeah. All right, fine. No, no, it's not. It's not the best one out of the Bangles' greatest hits album. How about this? Yes. Yes, I
Films that had a round of applause in the cinema. Um, Tony says um, there was a round of applause for Death Race 2000. Now, um, which one is Death Race? That's not the roller skating one, is it? What's the. That's um, going, what? Boys film? We shouldn't gender stereotype. 2000, films. I had better things to do. No, but it wasn't in 2000. It's been like 1977. Oh, well, I was only just born then. Tony, what was Death Race 2000? I can't remember. Oh, we, oh, OK, so let's run through the topics, and these will last for the next six months until I get bored. Um, how popular culture is impacted on your bath time. Uh, what your mum said about Patrick Duffy. What your mum said about anyone off the telly. Films that haven't stood the test of time. And I, I really would, I would, I would argue to the death in a violent um, kicking in an alleyway uh, that Clockwork Orange has, has not... It's a, it's a stinker of a film. It really is a stinker. Um, clapping. When have you been in the cinema and there's been a round of applause? Doesn't necessarily need to be for the film. And there was oh, best B-sides. Oh, hang on. God Only Knows was a B-side. Why was that? Oh, God Only Knows. Half the World Away by Oasis was a B-side. Uh. <laughs> I can see why. I can see why. It's a great song. It is a great song, but yeah, I can see they why. They used to call um, Noel Gallagher the um, B-side. I've forgotten already. Oh, B-sides. Yeah, B-sides. Yeah, but what are we calling it? Just best B-sides. Well, the B-sides are better than the A-sides. Oh, I do like to be beside the B-side. <laughs> Boom. That's okay. called, I do like to be beside the B-side. Oh, I do. I'm running out of room. They used to call Noel Gallagher the B-side master mm. because he would put songs that were just as good as his A-sides on, on his B-sides. I don't know whether that's nice about his B-sides or nasty about his A-sides. I think it's both, but also I bet now he's wishing he kept a few of those B-sides up his sleeve yeah. so he'd have something decent to put out instead yeah. of the guff that he's been putting out for the last 15 years. I might start getting into Oasis. I just, I just don't know these days. I don't days. mind him. I might, I might um, buy... If, I, if I'm in a charity shop and I see the one where they're in the living room for a quid, yeah, yeah. I'm having it. Dude. And I'm going to try it again. I liked them better than Blur in the day. Well... They were better. I remember before the Blur and Oasis fight, and boy oh boy, the, the, the world was excited then because finally we had two rivals worthy of, of rivalry. Take that E17. Well, no, but before that, I remember being on the bus, I remember this so vividly, I was on the 143 bus, I was going from Southgate in North London to Oakwood, where I was at university, and I was listening to Capital Radio on my uh, Sony Walking Man radio set. And um, they were going, right, this is before Oasis, right, it's the battle of the bands. You decide. It's Blur versus Take That. What? <laughs> and they were trying to. They That's were not an equal fight. They were trying to have those two against no. each other. That's like putting a kickboxer against a karate man. 
Well, uh, who would win? The Kratty Man. Whoever's hardest. <laughs> exactly. Kratty Man would win, hands down. Kickboxer kick him He'd in have there. to put his hands it up has... at some point. That's de- there's defence, but he'd have them down because it's uh, it is art of defence, self-defence. If you're a kickboxer... I'm doing Mr Miyagi, I'm not being a race, I'm not just doing a general Japanese man. Mr Miyagi, the character, the actor that played Mr Miyagi, Japanese, yeah? Well, hang on, how come he played a Korean burger owner in the first series of Happy Days? Burger shop owner. I think he's doing a burger. He played a Korean in that. So who's the racist? Because he's an actor. Who's the racist? All right, well, I might as well go and play. I might as well go a and play. Frenchman, hey, you I could. Might, I might as well go and play a black man. Mm. I might as well go and play a Hindustani. I like the the fact of him just owning one burger. It did. It didn't work <laughs> as a character. Um, um, so basically, the guy that played Mr Miyagi, and I believe his name is, um, um, isn't his name? Careful. No, isn't it um, Nokia? No, not Miyaki. What's who's the guy that? Anyway, he's a racist. Why? Because he took a job. Because he was prepared to play any old race. He played a Korean one day, Japanese fella the next. Pat! Pat somebody. Pat. Pat Morita. Thank you very much indeed. What's his actual ethnicity? Sounds Japanese. What, Pat? Morita. Sounds Irish. Morita. Japanese-American. Right, OK. Why was he playing a Korean in the first series of Happy Days? Doesn't say. Because he's a racist. Am I right, Kels? If you want. Thank you. Catherine, you've got 20 seconds. Entertain the nation. You think you're so clever. <laughs> People you don't want to marry. Someone who's willing to stand in a shop window for two days to win a frock, oh, I would suggest. Oh, dear. Two brides-to-be stood yes. for days in a bridal shop window modelling their dresses in a bid to win a wedding. The one who lasted the longest got £5,000 towards their special day. They didn't win a wedding. They won a fraction of a wedding. The one, uh, So determined Kate Holder, 27, of Holsworthy Devon... You want to keep a hold of that one? Stood it up. for 58.5 hours, finally beating Tara Attis, 32, of St. Austell Cornwall. We would say 58 and a half hours. Yeah, but they, they've written it in journalese. Kate, due to wed in February, said winning the contest in Bude Cornwall would add a bit of extra sparkle to the day. Yeah. Both have invited each other to their weddings. Isn't that stupid? Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. It's still very slow on the M1 southbound from Junction 13 for Bedford to 12 for Flitwick because of an accident that happened earlier. All the lanes are open, it's just moving very slowly. On the A5 southbound, it's slow between the A505 and Lynch Hill. And the A1M southbound is busy around Junction 7 for Stevenage. Also on the M25 anti-clockwise, it's heavy between Junction 17 for Maple Cross and 16 for the M40. And at Brickettwood on the M25 Junction 21 roundabout, it's looking slow there too. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy. Don't forget as well, on this momentous, historic day today, find up and tell me, why is the Queen better than you? Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's seven o'clock, I'm Simon Oxley. The headlines warning over content of CDs found in Buckinghamshire, police closures in Hertfordshire and record-breaking Rooney as England beats Switzerland. BBC Three Counties Radio. Police are warning people not to view the content of CDs found in streets and gardens in Buckinghamshire. The discs have two Hebrew words on them which translate as Hallelujah God but are said to contain violent images. More from Ollie Bayliss. The discs have been found in flower beds and on different streets in Chesham and Amersham. 
People on Facebook have also reported seeing them in Berkhamsted, Aylesbury, Dunstable and Mark Yates. Police are investigating the content of the discs, but one person on Facebook posted that he had put the disc into his computer and it had contained videos of people being slaughtered with knives and chainsaws, child abuse and animal slaughter. Hertfordshire Police has announced plans to close Hoddesdon Police Station and the custody suite at Watford as part of plans to save money. Staff from Hoddesdon will be relocated to a new command centre at Chessant, but the force says there will not be any reduction in the number of frontline officers. The custody suite at Watford is currently closed temporarily, but that will become permanent with services concentrated at Stevenage and Hatfield. Hearts Police is pointing out that the rest of the policing team at Watford will remain unchanged. The Queen will become Britain's longest-serving monarch later today. She will overtake the record set by her great-great-grandmother, Queen Victoria, who was on the throne for 63 years and seven months. A Buckinghamshire care home has been rated inadequate and placed in special measures following an unannounced inspection by the Care Quality Commission. Russell House in Chalfont St Peter is run by the National Society for Epilepsy and cares for 19 residents. More from Jessica Cooper. The inspector visited the home in June and found it was not safe and there weren't enough staff, with knives and hazardous cleaning substances not kept locked and secured. Relatives say they're mostly happy with the care. In a statement, the National Society for Epilepsy said it's working closely with the CQC and it's taken immediate action. A British Airways plane has caught fire on the runway at Las Vegas Airport, injuring at least a dozen people. All those on board escaped down emergency slides. Firefighters in Milton Keynes say they will be offering safety advice to residents following yesterday morning's blaze in Monkston Park, which resulted in a woman and two children being taken to hospital. Bucks Fire and Rescue Service say they believe the fire was caused by a toy electric helicopter being charged. In sport, a historic night at Wembley as England beat Switzerland 2-0. For England history, from the penalty spot, right-footed, and he blasts it high into the net! A brilliantly taken penalty by Wayne Rooney, and Bobby Charlton's England goal-scoring record has gone! He's held it since 1968, but it belongs to Wayne Rooney now! The weather cloudy this morning, some sunshine this afternoon, a maximum temperature 20 degrees Celsius, and you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. Thank you, Simon. The vibe is strong with this one. Busy show, guys, busy show. Your favourite things to find in the street? I love finding a CD, a cassette. I love a cassette. An unmarked cassette, or a cassette that simply says something like Nana's birthday. (laughs) Films that have not stood the test of time. I will argue to the death, A Clockwork Orange is a stinker of a film. The awful synthesised music. Oh, man. A couple of others. One of you been in the cinema and there's been a round of applause. In fact... Rounds of applause anywhere outside of the theatre, please. Anywhere you've been and a spontaneous round of applause has developed, we'll have that. Kath's getting ready to speak. There's the standard restaurant stroke pub dropping of glasses round of applause, isn't there? Any round of applause outside of a theatre, please. Oh, and I do like to be beside the (laughs) B-side. I like that's clever. It doesn't actually really say what it... Means no, but it's fu- it's fun. It's, it's fun. It's a bit of it's, it's a bit, a bit of fun. Of, bit of fun. 
The B-sides that are better than the A-sides, please. 03459 455 555. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Right, uh, yeah, 03459 455 555 if you want to give us a call. Don't forget, we call you back. So you phone up and we call you back. So it doesn't cost you much. Or if you just text in and say, I've got this, can you give us a call? We'll do that as well. We'll do that, won't we, Kath? Don't mind, I'm not proud. We'll do that. So don't, you know, loads of people say, oh, come on for the DB. I'm right, don't cost you much. We'll get. We'll, we'll call you back. Yeah, stop moaning about it. Yeah, give stop us a ring. Go, give us a ring and have a whinge. Give us a ring. No, um, that's that's close. That's close. That's 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 close. Let's move on. I can hear you cackling through that glass. Let's move on, guys. Let's let's. Um... Thames Valley Police are advising people not to view the content of CD-ROMs being found in the streets and gardens across Buckinghamshire. It would appear that some brave or stupid souls have had a look and the contents weren't, weren't pretty. Uh, violence and abuse. Similar-looking discs have been reported in Dunstable and Markgate and Bedfordshire Police say you should call 101 if you find one. They're homemade and have Hebrew words and crosses scribbled onto them. Now, I have to say, we've not seen them. We've seen a, you've seen a, photograph seen a photograph of one. We haven't, we haven't touched one. We haven't put one in a computer. And when um, our team of uh, diligent journalists phoned up the police and spoke to them yesterday, did the police say they'd actually held one or did they say they'd heard about it? The police said that... Because there's a difference, isn't there? Because there is... With, with sometimes with these stories, I do wonder if, A, it's an internet myth, mm. B, if it was one disc that, and it's now become an epidemic... Right. Have a, have a little Hang look. Hang on, here I'll... we go. This is what Thames Valley is saying. This yeah. Is, this is a because I was looking for direct quotes from the police right, in our um, briefing notes. I would like. This is Inspector Richard Vine of the yeah. Chiltern and Southbox neighbourhood North policing team based at. Oh, he's a copper. Yeah. I would like to reassure the local community that we're investigating this, and I would urge anyone who receives or finds one of these discs not to open them on their computer on laptop, but to contact us. Uh, they're also looking people. Uh, uh, so they've, they they're not saying we've we've no, seen one. Beds police are saying we are aware of the disc. Please call one hundred one if you receive one. Cards on the table. I don't know if this is real. Well, we're going to be speaking to someone later on who recognises this from, and he may have held one. So okay, well, okay, okay. But, but if you're listening now and you have, watch the phones not light up. I know, but I mean, we've got to ask. Always, we? well, exactly, always, and we've always got a question. That's that's our job is yeah, to always question the, the, the stuff that we get given. What we're being told is that the reports of the discs are talking about similar things being written on them as the, the photograph we've seen. But again, I suppose, being cynical, that could be because people have seen the same photo. Or it could be people wanting... Uh, we don't know. We don't know. Uh, if you've seen one, 03459 uh, Dr Julian Richards is security and intelligence expert at the University of Buckingham. Uh, morning, Julian. Uh, as well as, you know, horrific images popping up, there is a real risk of putting um, uh, foreign, and by foreign I mean unknown, uh, discs into your computer, isn't there? Yes, there is, yeah. And um, generally speaking, you should never introduce anything into your computer that you don't know where it's come from, basically, because it's, uh, there's all sorts of risks inherent in that. For example, what could happen? Well, um, generally, you think, you think about it in the same way as, as getting a a spam email or a strange email that asks you to um, click on a link or, or enter your details. Basically, the, the, the usual risk is that it introduces some sort of virus onto your system um, from which um, fraudsters can then, can then obtain your, your details, your personal details, and 
um, conduct identity fraud or financial fraud against you. And usually, as we say, this is done by email, but there have been instances in the past of it being done by sort of physical media um, being um, lifted around that, so that curious people introduce it onto their computer. And and so what do, what does it do? Does it kind of uh, the, the, what are the things it can do? Does it freeze your computer? Does it take you to mucky website websites? What does it do? Well, it could it could either sort of introduce um, materials onto your computer, which could then be compromising to you, and that that may be if this is true, that may be what's happening here. That it it could um, introduce some. Uh, illegal images or yeah. dodgy images, which you, you could then be subjected to to blackmail if, if they were found on your computer. Or more likely, is it um, it just introduces a sort of virus which allows people outside um, to access the contents of your computer and all your personal details over over the internet. Have you? Um... Uh, and I'm reserving judgment on this. I like to I, I like to err on the side of caution. And, and, and until someone phones up and says, "I've got one. I've put it in my computer and it was horrible," I'm gonna oh. err on the side. Of but have you heard of this this happening before, Julian? We do hear about email um, attacks. We hear about people phoning up and saying, "Oh, there's a problem with your computer. Let me just access it remotely." Have you heard about yeah. um, dodgy disks being left around? Yes, uh, I have. I mean, it's relatively rare, um, but but there have been instances of it um, because. As, as you said earlier, there will always be one or two curious people that will think, oh, I wonder what's what's on this, and, and stick it in their computer. Um, and it only needs a couple of people to do it, and, and they're away. Of course, it might be nothing to do with that. It might be um, some sort of hate crime, given, given the, the unsavoury contents that are, on, that are purportedly yeah. on these discs. It might be some sort of malicious... Um, uh, attack of that nature, possibly. Just be careful what you pop into your uh, your hard drive. It's as simple as that. Uh, Dr. Julian Richards, thank you very much indeed. Oh three four five nine, four double five five double five. Sorry to interrupt breakfast, Catherine. You're not. You're you're jumping on something. I'm not. You were. Lift up your tongue. <laughs> and put it back down. <laughs> and lift it up again. Nothing there. Do it quicker. Huh? <laughs> um, I'm not buying this story at the moment. I'm not buying it as, as, as real. I want hard evidence. Yeah. And the police in that statement are not saying, we have some of these discs. They're saying, we've heard about this. Yeah. Be careful. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I've got my, my sceptic head on today. Okay. I've got my sceptic head on Aunt Shelley. How did Wesley Gummers used to speak? Because I never used to watch it because I used to hate it. <laughs> I used to find it frightening. Is this boring? I just find it so boring. And then he went to Australia for a year. Yeah. Oh, Aunt Shelley. Cup oh. of tea and a slice of cake. <laughs> Oh, Aunt Fally. Yeah, that, that's, that's it. it. Aunt Fally's on a cup of tea and a slice of cake. Put his answer med on. Sorry? What was he? A he was a scarecrow. He was a, he was a Doctor Who scarecrow. And how did he like. come to life? He looked like Rod Stewart. He looked like Rod Stewart and they have a nice cup of tea and a slice of cake and they'd always be trying to get it on with Aunt Fally. She was, was it, having none of it. She his aunt? No. This is so aunt, weird. An aunt Sally is an old, boring fairground thing. I think you have to... Um, Throw balls at her. You have her. to knock she her head off. She was quite hot, wasn't she? She was Eunice Stubbs. No. She was, sorry, she was Una Stubbs. I was going to say, don't tell the Una Stubbs. I'm not telling the Una Stubbs story. story. Not telling that story. Here's, here's a fun game, guys, and you can play this at home or on the phone. TV series that, when we got bored of them, went to Australia for a year. I can think of three. Wurzel Gummidge. Wurzel Gummidge Down Under. <laughs> you can't call it that. Fa- Do you remember Father Dear Father? Um, no. 
it was Patrick's. It was an old guy and his two hot daughters, and they had adventures. When we That's got normal. Bo- when we got bored of it, they went to. It's like a sitcom. They went to Australia. I believe it was called Father Dear Father Down Under. <laughs> Seen a trend. Um, Hancock. Hancock, Did he? when we got bored of him and he, um, his self-doubt was, 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 was bigger than ever, he went to Australia. I think it was called Hancock Down Under. No, it wasn't. I think it was. <laughs> no. And when you don't laugh because you know what happened, what he did in Australia. I know, but still, I mean, the title says it all. Didn't they have meetings about titles then? I think they just. I, I, if your I, name's Hancock, you don't want that. I'm right about right. TV shows. There's more. There's more, please. TV shows um, where that we got bored of them in the UK, and they went to Australia, and they changed the title to Down, Down Under. Under. <laughs> I'm sure there's loads of them. Oh three four five nine four double five five double five. Teresa's on the line. Morning, Teresa. Good morning, Ian. You are of um, uh, an age. You must remember Father, Dear Father. Yes, I do. Who was the fella that was in it? Patrick somebody. Patrick. Got that bit? Oh, I can't remember it. I can't remember it. And what was it? It was him and he had like... It was like a sitcom in the 70s and he, he was like an old-fashioned dad, as I remember it, and he had two kind of groovy daughters. Yes, it was good. I it, enjoyed it. It was good, wasn't it? I wonder if it's on DVD. I can't remember his name. I can't Patrick Mower. No, it wasn't Patrick Mower. No, I've, I've got the information. Oh, you Googled it. Go on, yeah. you cheated. Um, I don't know if it's a soft G or a hard G, so it could be Cargill or Cargill. Pa- Patrick Cargill, of course. Oh, yeah. Patrick Cargill, yeah. he was good. What was it called when they went to Australia, does it say? Don't know. Oh, she's, she's got the computer up, Teresa. She's having a right old look on the computer. <laughs> it's called Father, Dear Father... In, in Australia. Australia. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, okay. And uh, 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 Theresa, make your point, and I've just just remind me to say fresh fields. Oh, I know. <laughs> What's your point, Theresa? Um, a few weeks ago, I went to the cinema. Oh yeah, what'd you say? And it was a live broadcast of a concert in oh. Maastricht with Andre Rio. He's very popular at the moment, and isn't he? It was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. It was as though, <coughs> it was as though we were actually in the audience. Well, you were. We were. And everybody in the cinema was up swaying and oh. clapping and oh, it fantastic. Was fantastic. And at the end, yeah, he actually talked to the audience in the cinema. He, what he said, Teresa. And Tonight he, I'm going to come to your house and make love to you. <laughs> Did he say that? It, Turned out it was broadcast to, to cinemas all over the world. Flipping it. In New Zealand and Canada and Australia and now, in Ireland. Now, was that any good? Because this is becoming very popular. They do it a lot with the National Theatre. I was supposed to go and see Monty Python um, uh, live in the cinema, and I didn't in the end because I wasn't sure. It was. was it good? Was it a good atmosphere? It was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Oh. All the people in the cinema, we were up, we were swaying, we were clapping, we were... Literally, as though we were there. It Isn't was that fantastic. Nice? Did you did you have a hot dog or nachos or anything? I think I had a hot dog. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bless you. Yeah, uh, well, so you 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 do it again, would you, Teresa? Oh, definitely. Brilliant. Well, that's really definitely. nice. There we go. Well, thank you very much indeed. What a lovely call. She sounded like my mum. Bless her. Uh, rounds of applause outside of the theatre, please. Of course, Fresh Fields, when we got bored of it, they went to France and called, called it, it French Fields. Yeah. What was his name? Anton Rogers? Yes. He was good. They were both good. She was too much. Julia. Juliet McKenzie. Mm. No, Julia. Julia McKenzie. Yeah. She was too over the top. He was good because he was very subtle. Is he... Have a Let's look for us. Have a look. 
Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. The M1 is still slow southbound between junctions at, through Junction 12 for Flitwick because of the accident that happened earlier. All the lanes are open but it's just moving very slowly. On the A5 southbound nearby it's also slow between the A505 and Lynch Hill through Dunstable. And on the M25 anti-clockwise it's slow from Junction 20 for Kings Langley to 19 for Watford. On the M25 Junction 21A roundabout it's looking very busy too. And in St Albans on the speed sensors the North Orbital Road has delays through the roadworks where there's a lane closed between the Park Street roundabout and the London County roundabout but that's where it's looking particularly busy. On the train, Southern are reporting disruption between Watford Junction and Clapham Junction because of a person on the tracks. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy. Anton Rogers passed away, what, about how long ago? 2007. Oh, but did you know he also wrote Dirty Rotten Scoundrels? What, the, the film? film with Steve Martin and uh, Michael Caine? No, I yeah, don't believe did. that. I don't believe that. Actor and writer. I am taking that um, with. Have it. No, I'm, I'm, I'm taking that as the same way I'm taking this story about the, um, the anti Muslim DVDs. I'm not buying it. I'm not. He wrote Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. I love Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. So do I, but they couldn't make it now, could they? Not with Reprecht. I don't. Well, they just did a musical of it with um, Citizen Smith and um, the bloke with the sideburns. Oh. Oh. If you've missed any of the programmes here the on news. BBC Three Counties guys, Radio, missed you've guys. missed things like this. So we're now in 1996. The Stone Roses get back together to headline the festival. They end up playing their worst gig of all time. But there is a way you can hear it all again. Warning, you are losing vast days of your life to the after effects of heavy drinking. bbc.co.uk slash three counties radio. You've been crowned the first ever World Masters champion in the over 80s category for the Scottish Highlander Games. That's right, yeah. Allowing you to listen to what you missed. What a way to open a theatrical hour here on BBC Three Counties Radio. bbc.co.uk slash three counties radio. Um, what does an ostrich and a gas bill have in common? They can both stick their bills up there. Oi, now, I don't, that's not... Doesn't work either, it should be a gas company. Thank you very much indeed. Um, uh, another listener, formerly of uh, that place, Solly Hull. Morning, defector. Or is it Solly Hull, depending if they're posh? From Solly Hull. Can you please advise me? Every day I see vehicles queue jumping when exiting one motorway to another, often cutting across the chevrons. Yesterday, while sat in a queue, I filmed a vehicle doing this. Is there an address I can email it to to get these idiots prosecuted? M40, Ian from Solihull. Well, no, if I were you, I'd keep stum because you're not allowed to film anything if you're the driver of a vehicle, even if you're stuck in traffic. But if you've got one of those statu- those uh, d- statutory desk cams. Sta- desk cams. Dash cams. Yeah. Dash, if you've got a dashy cam, then you can. Dash cam cam. A dash cam can, but a phone can't, can't. I think that makes That's sense. That's the rule, yeah. That's the rule. We've got there uh, in the end. Thank you very much indeed for that really great... Uh, what I like to call classic bands. Um, now, one of our listeners has been in touch to tell us uh, um, uh, when she was in hospital, you know, in hospital, and you kind of, you know, having a sleep and stuff, uh, you, you expect things to be uh, safe. Uh, well, that wasn't the case. Let's speak to Anita and let's get the story from uh, Anita Crawley. Morning, Anita. Hello, hello, Ian. Hello, Anita. Now, some people might remember you because you're the fruitcake that and, uh, uh, that was you were selling your goldstones, weren't you? Yes, yes, a sub uh, years ago now. How much did you get for them in the end? I got a pound. Well, ninety nine p, but I did give the local church a donation well, because it was done as a laugh, really. Well, good for you. Um, you're in hospital recently. Yes. Is everything all right physically? Don't have to go into details if you don't want. But are you all right? 
Uh, well, after got, your hospital I've, treatment? Yeah, I've got a chronic stomach trouble. Oh, blimey. That sometimes means I have to get looked at because things aren't always right. Oh, dear. I it's had not, it's a not Crohn's, is it? And I had to be rushed into hospital by oh. emergency ambulance. Oh, flipping heck. It's not Crohn's, is it? Uh, it's like that, but it's, it's like not that, that bad. Okay. It's okay. IBS, yeah. Oh, oh, OK. All right, OK. Still still thoroughly unpleasant. So, still you're, you're in hospital. What hospital was it? It was Watford General. And what happened? Did something thoroughly unpleasant, apart from your treatment, happened, didn't it? Yes. Um, I was put into an emergency room. I was isolated because, obviously, they didn't know whether I'd got an infection or whether it was just what I normally get. And um, they, they left me there. But I was nursed through the night by a couple of nurses. I had to leave the room. It was a private room, obviously, to go to the bathroom a couple of times during the night. And I'd left my bag um, with my um, property. Um, they've got a, a bed that you wheel, wheel you through on, and it was left by the side of the bed with, with the stuff that I'd bought in. Um, during the night, um, I didn't know till the next day when I was being transferred, somebody must have got in and taken the £80. It was my housekeeping money. Oh and also, when I looked into my wallet, I was going to give my daughter my money to take home because I'd been told on the transfer to keep my valuables safe. Yeah. When my daughter arrived, I got my purse out and I said, will you take my money home? And I noticed the cards had been disturbed and the money had gone. So between um, being looked, in, looked after during the night and transferred the next day, my wallet had been um, interfered with. So, what, so they took the 80 quid? Yes. And they took your credit card? And are you, what, you're saying they brought your credit card back? Um, what had happened was the next morning, very early, I had a phone call from my bank to say, did I authorise the withdrawal on my debit card of 470-odd pounds in the night because it was 4am when they had a transaction that somebody tried to put through. At that time, I was probably semi-conscious. I was on the drip and I was also receiving painkilling medication. So I wouldn't have known a lot about what was going on anyway. So they'd obviously taken the money and either took the card and bought it back or copied it or something and tried to scan that money up my account during the night. So did they use your... So they got the 460 quid? No. They the didn't? They stopped it because they Beautiful. thought it was a fraudulent well, um, good, good for them. Yes. Thankfully, because I would have been that much money short... I'm upset with Watford General because it took them nearly a fortnight to acknowledge the letter I wrote of complaint. Yeah. Um, it took them a long time to even acknowledge the fact that it had happened, although there was police involvement while I was in the hospital. I told the police what had happened because it, it was awful. I didn't want it to happen to anybody else. Did the nurse? Did any of the nurses... Kind of, because I was thinking when we were in hospital a few years ago, the nurse said, oh, don't leave your bag there. We've had a bit, a little bit of trouble recently. Did any of the nurses say anything like that to you? That was what made me think, but that wasn't until the morning after I was admitted. Oh. I was admitted at 10 o'clock on, on the Monday. Yeah. It was only on the transfer. And the nurse did sort of say to me, keep your valuables safe. I've got a Radley bag, which isn't very expensive, but it looks nice. And she said to me, keep your valuables safe. That, it wasn't until she was telling me while I was on my way from one department to another that I sort of thought about, oh, I better check my bag when I arrive yeah. wherever I'm going because I was 
totally out of it. I wasn't with it. I was ill. I didn't know what was going on around me. I was on a drip and having stuff put in and taken out of me. So really, I was at my worst. I was at my most vulnerable. And it wasn't until I expected my daughter, I thought I would... As she came and I said, oh, we better take my purse away. I looked in my purse. And that was when I realized that things had been done during... Must have been during the previous uh, 12 hours after I was admitted. Because when you're at home and you're ill, the last thing you think about is what I've got in my bag. What shall I take? Oh, yeah, of course. Going in as an emergency. Um, so the eight, so you lost eighty quid in the end. Yeah, eighty pound in cash. It was blimey. Some people, husband. eh? My husband picks up his pension on a Monday, and he gives me the money, and I put it in my purse, and that sort of keeps us going all the week for things that we need, and. and um, you know, you, sometimes you, you, you give somebody a few bob, but that's what I always have in my purse. What put me on my guard was the fact that the cards had been disturbed because I know exactly how I keep my cards. And I thought, oh, that doesn't look right. Um, because you start doubting yourself. But then oh, when yeah, the... of course you do. You think, oh, hang on, did I, did I have that there? Did I do that? Right. Or did I put it somewhere else? Yes, and when you're not well, you don't know what you're doing anyway. No. But, it reinforced what had happened when the bank phoned me and I'd said to them, I'm actually laying in bed flat out in hospital, I said, and I've also had cash stolen from my purse. I said, so that proves that what I thought was true because, um, you know, um, it was quite frightening really because by that time I was feeling ill. I was having medication, having uh, quite a lot going on around me and having to cope with this as well, which was absolutely terrible. Right, let's get a few things sorted out first of all. How, how, I know you've got to go back, but how, how are you feeling? Are you feeling better than, than before I'm, you went in? Yes, I'm okay. coping with what's wrong with me. It's, a, it's an ongoing thing. I'm yeah. fine on a daily basis, but sometimes I get a flare-up and that was one of them and that was the worst thing that happened to me in the past couple of years, yeah. And you have to go back to hospital again. How are you feeling about that? I, I would imagine that you're perhaps a little bit more nervous than um, than you would like to be? Well, I got, have knee surgery, Ian, and oh I've already had the pre-op, so I've got to go to Watford when there's a bed for me, but I'm really popping myself, excuse my language, I'm really frightened. <laughs> You're allowed to say that, don't worry. <laughs> I bet you are, I bet you are, and I'm that's... Really, what, you know... What else can they do to me? And will they single me out? And and it would if it was somebody recognise me again. I would put that. I would put this. First of all, you're going to be in a completely different ward. Yes. I know. So so the odds of that person knowing that you're back in there yeah. is is very very slim. Also, yeah. they, they, I, I, I doubt they're targeting you specifically. It was some no. chancer who uh, I I make up. It was some chancer saw a private room middle of the night thought I'll and have a go at this. Exactly. Exactly. So I, 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 I would try and put those fears of it being a personal attack, and I know it's difficult, but yeah. I would try and put that to one side. Yeah, yeah. Did the 80 yeah. quid make it, did, did that make a big difference? Um, I'd have given them the money, and if I thought oh. they needed it. Oh, if it dear. was somebody that really needed 80 quid, they could have had it. I'd have given it out my purse. I just don't like the thought that, uh, mind you, they hit on the wrong person because I feel. I can actually be a voice for other people. Mm. I could have been somebody who was uh, got dementia or not as as mentally able as me, who'd put all their jewellery in their bag to take to look after because they didn't want to leave it at home. It could mm. have been somebody else who they scammed and stole from. So it's just a warning. I think now they put more security in place in the hospital anyway by what they said in the paper. Yeah. 
so. Hope so. Hope and so. and the, you're all right without the 80... I mean, it's, it's a nuisance and it's a pain, but you, you, it didn't make things too hard, did it, not having the 80 I, quid? I, I can cope. I've, I've always been careful with money anyway, so I, I'm not, um, I'm not okay. looking for the 80 quid to be replaced. I just think that they sh- it's just disgusting how people would think it's uh, appropriate to steal from somebody who's really ill in hospital and doesn't know what day it, it is. It is pretty low, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Anita, you're an inspiration to us all. Um, let us know how that knee-op goes, won't you? <laughs> yes, I keep, will. We'll, keep, we'll, have, we'll have you dancing the jig again soon enough. Bless you. I won't put that joint on eBay, though. I don't no, do, you weirdo. <laughs> Fruitcake. Uh, Anita, <laughs> to speak to nice again, to speak darling. to you. Take care, my love. Bye-bye. Yeah, God bless you, darling. There Bye-bye. we go. Bye-bye. There we go, you see. Oh, you scumbags. When oh, she said she would have given him the money, that really did stick in my throat. Deary me, what a lovely lady. Yeah. Well, there we go. All right, 03459 455 555. Let's get the Travs. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M1 southbound, it's slow from Junction 9 for Redbourne to 7 for Helmer Hempstead now. It's cleared up now through to Junction 12 for Flitwick, where the accident was earlier. On the M25 anti-clockwise, it's busy from Junction 20 for Kings Langley to 19 for Watford. And it's also looking slow in patches from Junction 25 for Enfield to 23 for the A1M. On the North Orbit Road at the M25 Junction 21A roundabout, it's looking very busy. And the A1 southbound approaching the Black Cat roundabout from the St. Neots Junction is looking very busy too. On the train, Southern are reporting delays between Watford Junction and Clapham Junction because of a person on the tracks. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's 7.30, I'm Simon Oxley. Police are warning people not to view the content of CDs found in streets and gardens in Buckinghamshire. Hertfordshire Police has announced plans to close Hoddesdon Police Station and the custody suite at Watford as part of plans to save money. The Queen will become Britain's longest-serving monarch later today, overtaking the record set by her great-great-grandmother, Queen Victoria. And a Buckinghamshire care home has been rated inadequate and placed in special measures. Russell House in Chalfont St Peter cares for 19 residents. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. Wayne Rooney has become England's all-time record goal scorer. His late penalty gave England a 2-0 win over Switzerland last night and was also his 50th England goal, overtaking Sir Bobby Charlton's record. It's a very special night for me and for my family. It's a night which I'll never forget, I think. Um, it was a good game, first of all. Switzerland played some good stuff, made it difficult for us at times. And well, thankfully we got the win and I'm grateful to get the goal tonight. And the 50 goals and a huge night for me, a night I'll never forget. Bedford's marathon world record holder Paula Radcliffe is continuing to proclaim her innocence after being, in her words, linked to allegations about doping. The controversy features on many of this morning's front pages. Radcliffe told ITV News that accusations made yesterday at a parliamentary select committee threatened to undermine her reputation. Obviously, I feel very angry, very hurt uh, and very sad about that. Um, I also feel very strongly that I haven't done anything wrong, so why should I be made to feel as though I've done something wrong and that I need to defend myself. Um, I feel angry for other athletes that are also threatened in this way. Um, It it shouldn't happen. An innocent athlete should never, ever be put in the position that I'm here in today. But having said that, I will do everything that I can do to defend myself um, because I have never done anything wrong and that will always be the case. 
England's cricketers beat Australia by 93 runs in the third one-day international at Old Trafford. England scored 300 for eight from their 50 overs before dismissing the tourists for 207. And at the US Open tennis, Serena Williams is through to the semi-finals after beating her sister Venus in three sets to move within two victories of her first calendar Grand Slam. BBC Three Counties News and Sports, the next full bulletin is at eight. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with fair up. I've never been with anything less than a nine. So fine, I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone past with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death-defying life I lead. I take my chances. I die for living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do Is watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I might roll a brand new car Cause I'm the unknown stuntman That made Redford such a star Spent much time in school But I taught ladies plenty It's true I hire my body out for pay Hey, hey I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's Blown up for Rocky Welch But when I wind up in the hay It's only hay Hey, hey I might jump an open drawbridge Or Tarzan from a vine Cause I'm the unknown stuff Makes Eastwood look so fine. Gosh. Thank you. Like you've got a steel guitar in there. there there's one in there somewhere. Brendan! 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 We crashed. Hi. We crashed into hi. We crashed into Brendan's conversation. Did you know your name sounded like a, a sports car um, revving up and being driven at high speeds along the motorway? No, but one thing I was actually at a sports not not a sports day thing, but we were at the um, Chambrook Hotel and did a what? car a car show. Were you there? Were you an exhibit? You were, there. you were there. And did they make light of your name, Brendan? And its similarity to an accelerating sports car? No, but we 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 were trying to promote another group that we run in Bedford. Okay. So the other thing I was going to I, I rang up for was ages ago my father had his wallet stolen. Oh dear. Yeah. Right. Guess where it happened? Um, in his pocket. It was in his leg pocket. Yes, his leg pocket. A couple of pens of another group. What? Who's this group you keep talking about? Flag. Friendship Link Connection Group. Flag. He said flag. Okay. So he had some pens stolen from Flag. No, no, no. No, he had his wallet stolen from the same pocket that the pens are in in my trousers. Did they... 
did they touch the um, pens? No. No, they weren't in the same... They're in different trousers. Brendan keeps his pens in a particular pocket and in the similar pocket on his father's trousers was the wallet. I got a minute. Hang on a minute. Sit down. Okay. I need to run up to this. This is... It's going to be tougher than I thought. Hang on. Okay. So, your dad was on a... Uh, was was uh, was on a... I'm going to guess on a train? No, he was in an, in a market area in Almoradi. <laughs> Where's Almoradi? In Spain. Blooming Spaniards. It's the second time they've been dissed, third time, and they're, they're out. They're out of the EU and out of my mindset. Right. So, and in the same... So, which pocket do you... Ke- to establish the pocket your dad kept his wallet in, which pocket do you keep your flag pens in? My right leg. Front back. It's on the side. What? If you look at the... It's like, you know, these combat charges. Oh, yeah, yeah. We've just entered um, uh, Pocket Academy here. This is going to get crazy. I do know the... Co- so, the side just above the knee? Yeah. You keep your pens right. in there. Your dad kept your wallet in there. Tell us what happened, Brendan. We got ourselves a phone in. His, his wallet was stolen from his right leg pocket. Yes. They went and tried the credit card, which I luckily had the same credit card. What? I luckily had the same credit card, not on their account, but on a separate account. <laughs> I had the number for him to phone from international calls. Oh, so you had the right? Okay, so you had from a credit card company. from the same company. It had the emergency number on it. Yeah. So you were able to give him that. Beautiful. Yes. yes. I had, had sent him the number as a text from my other handset. Okay. How did you communicate that number to him? Text. Text. Okay. Because the reason was, it's, and that number started 01244. Okay, right, yeah. But on the card, it says plus four. four this is, this like is two, Spanish four. music. So we've got. Oh, no, this it's is more it, Greek. Well, it's, 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 um, it's poor Euro- European music. I don't think we need music when Brendan's talking. I just I think, think we, we need to punctuate it with something. And <laughs> he's, singing in, he's singing in Spanish. No, he's not. Yeah, it's close enough. They're all the same. Um, okay, so your dad had his wallet nicked. You were able to text in the number, bish bash bosh, everybody's happy, yeah? Yeah, but he had to go to the police to report it. Uh, I bet they he threw said. him in jail. No, they didn't. Oh, that's a, uh, okay. They didn't throw him in jail. Here's a question that's been I've been meaning to ask you for ages, Brendan. Yeah, try me. I'm going to try you. Who? Why is the Queen better than you? I don't know. It's not, it's not a joke. I just I, Seriously, why is the Queen better than you? Because she is better than all of us. She's better than me because... She's better than me because... Are you playing revolution on purpose? I, this is treason. Oh, you're right, actually. Let's play... Uh, hang on a second. Uh... I mean, today of all days. Okay. Lack of sensitivity is astounding. Oh, 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 play something better. OK, right, so... She's better than me because, well, she's just, uh, she's certainly more important than me. She's a far more important person. Why is she better than you, Brendan? Probably because I'm disabled and she wants to try and help all the disabled. Oh, um, wow. Maybe. Mate, well, maybe. I, mean, I don't think she's better than you because she's able-bodied. Yeah. Some people might suggest that, but I wouldn't suggest that for a second. But yeah, she likes to do a lot of good things for charity and people less fortunate than herself, doesn't she? Yes. Thank you, Brendan. Hey, how's your okay. juice cube? 
It's all right. Okay. I like Brendan's detail. He's, he's, got, he's got an eye for detail. Really and that's important. That is important. Kids these days, I don't know, Brendan's probably like older than me, but kids these days, they just let things... Um, thing is... If I ever meet Brendan's dad, I'll know exactly what he's got in his pocket. Well, I know exactly where to look as well. Yeah. And if I if I meet Brendan, I need to write something down in a hurry. I know where I'm going. Down and right. Down and right. Uh, we are asking why is the Queen better than you? Um. Um. Any Texas? Yes. <clears throat> Kate from Milton Keynes really enjoying Brendan's uh, call. Morning. Uh, uh, what was her name? K- uh, Kate. Okay. From Milton Keynes. Um, and uh, Down Under, Wanted Down Under, Come Dine With Me, Down Under, oh, Emergency yeah. Down Under. We're asking TV shows that when we got bored of them, they relocated aboard. Tony's trying to say Neighbours, but Neighbours was Down Under. They didn't do a special Down Someone Under. Someone has suggested, of course, when Friends came to London. Friends. So why are you giving me a blank look? Well, it wasn't Down Under. No, but I, we've checked. Well, neither was French Fields, mate. It was okay, just across so you... the, the channel. All right, okay. When uh, programmes have relocated. Friends in London. Never they, worked. They, they relocated just for an episode. Of what? Of Friends. No, it wasn't. It was a run, wasn't it? They did like six episodes. Really. Yeah, because they did a wedding. Branson was in it. Oh, Fergie okay. was in it. The, f- the Friends, obviously. I didn't like his wife. I think we weren't supposed to like his wife, were we? No. No, because he was supposed to... Um, with Rachel. Exactly. You know what I mean? just, you know. Oh, by the way, I've got to say, I was got something wrong. <laughs> There's a surprise. I mean, if we if we if we announce that every time during the show, very rare. Anton Rogers yeah. didn't write Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. I told you he didn't. But he was a writer, but he didn't write that. Do you know what he was in Dirty Rotten Scoundrels? Butler. So policeman. Oh, okay, so French he was policeman. he was in it. He didn't write it. No, but I mean, it's pretty much writing, isn't it? Okay, you keep on talking, Catherine. Well, I don't see why. There is a great... When I got my... I don't listen to it now because it's too complicated. When I got my first... um, When I got my only internet radio... The internet radio is brilliant. It looks like a radio, but it's the internet, right? 10,000 plus stations. I found a brilliant station, Beatle FM. All it played is Beatle songs. Very rarely by the Beatles. (laughs) Cover versions, B-sides, solo stuff. Cover versions of the solo stuff, 24-7-365. Play the German version of I Want to Hold Your Hand. Sure, why not? Come get me deine Hand. It is very, very yeah. good. See, see Liebdick? She does. Yeah, I do. do you, have you heard See Liebdick? Yep. Have you? Well, what's that the I German lo- version lo- of then? Uh, don't tell. Don't. She lo- likes no? him. Look, Lieb. She loves me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you. Hang on a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See Liebdick, yeah. See Liv Dick, yeah? Mm. This is my theme tune. It's actually the Beatles. Yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Get ready to sing along. Kelly, your favourite bit. But they don't do ya, ya, ya. They do, they cheat. No, ya, ya, ya would sound. Oh, ya, ya, ya. Especially in those days. Oh, I didn't do it then, hang on. It's a very romantic language. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, every time, Kelly. Surely we're a minute and a half into it now. You would have thought you would have got the joke. Sie liebt dich, ladies and gentlemen. Let's enjoy the Beatles in German singing Sie liebt dich. with Shalib Dick and this is Travel. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. The M25 anti-clockwise is busy between Junction 20 for the A41 at Kings Langley and 19 for Watford. Also, it's heavy on the A1M southbound around Junction 7 for Stevenage and the M1 towards London is very slow from Junction 9 for Redbourne to 7 for Hemel Hempstead. In Dunstable on the A5, it's slow southbound from the A505 towards Halton Road and on the A1 southbound approaching the Black Cat roundabout, there are delays from the St. Neas Junction. On the train departure boards, there are no major delays showing up at the moment. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you very much indeed. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. Um, 7.46, we'll be speaking to Delia later on in the show. Why is the Queen better than you? We know she is, but tell us why. 03459 455 555. Before that, though, here are your news headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Hertfordshire Police has announced plans to close Hoddesdon Police Station and the custody suite at Watford. As um, Am I allowed to do jokes during the headlines? I mean, what joke? Well, about the custody suite. This is no trifling matter. <laughs> am I allowed to do that? No. I... All right, Tony Hall. Anyway, the Queen will become the Britain's longest-serving monarch later today, overtaking the record set by her great-great-grandmother, Queen Victoria. I'll have to do a joke here. Go on. She's been um, sat on the throne longer than anybody else. Kelly. <laughs> Over to my Ernie Wise. To my Tommy Cannon, yes? She must be tired. Yeah, can we do that? I wish she would. You're so square. Fax it up. It really does. And there's something else about DVDs. I'm not buying that story. Let's get the weather! Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Around this morning and some spots of rain in there as well. There's a heavier burst at the moment just floating across Aylesbury, but it's not going to last today. We have got a strengthening southeasterly breeze. It's bringing in some dry, warmer air from the continent. It's going to break the cloud up more significantly. We should get some nice spells of sunshine later. The temperature, therefore, will reflect it. We're looking at a maximum of 20 Celsius, if you can believe it, later on this afternoon. Overnight tonight, we hang on to the clear sky. Uh, so temperatures dropping down to 10. It will feel fairly chilly in rural spots. Elsewhere, they're staying well into double 
figures for tomorrow. It's more of the same. We've still got a bit of a breeze, but it's a southeasterly. It's a warm one. It'll break the cloud up if we get any. We should see lots of sunshine. Temperatures up to 21 Celsius. And that's your forecast. Thank you very much. Cheers, my dears. We've had a brilliant summer of cricket. And that's Edson Court. It's all over. But once again, we're also celebrating our unsung sporting heroes. He has such passion for sport. I'm extremely proud of what we've achieved here. Who will you nominate? We're looking for someone who inspires people to get involved in sport across beds, hearts and bucks. He's funny. He's, he's never strict with you. So you don't feel pressured. To make your nominations, go to bbc.co.uk slash unsungheroes and download an entry form. The closing date is Thursday 22nd of October with our 2015 Unsung Hero announced at the BBC Sports Personality of the Year in December. She cares about everyone else more than she does about herself. Get inspired. Get nominated. Yeah. <clears throat> Sports. Hertfordshire County Council says its new safeguarding child protection teams will provide the highest level of support in the country. For the first time, the teams will include social workers and also mental health, substances misuse and domestic abuse specialists to help hundreds of children. It help, hopes that other councils will follow suit in future. Well, Liz Wood is the Safeguarding Service Manager for Easter Hearts and joins me now. Morning, Liz. How do these teams work? Hi. Um, the teams work um, in that we have now multidisciplinary teams. So within our social work teams that are providing services to families, we have additional adult workers, um, for example, a substance misuse specialist, um, a domestic violence specialist and a mental health specialist. And that enables us to actually put a program of work and intervention into a family um, that is much more tailored to their needs and enables us to have better communication and up-to-date information on the situation. So, how, so why, why did your old system need to change? What was wrong with that? Right. I think that there are three. Um, there were the major problem was that social workers were working in isolation. Right. Um, and if you look at any inquiry into any child protection um, tragedy, uh, you'll see the word communication coming out as being a major difficulty. Whereas now we're actually working together. We're co-located. We're talking on a daily basis. Our adult partner colleagues are with us during the supervision that um, sort of makes decisions about the risks and the case planning for the children and for the family. So again, it offers a much more holistic and rounded approach to what's actually got going on and what the risks are. Uh, and you'd like other councils to, uh, to follow this pattern, would you? Um, well, certainly it's working for us in Hertfordshire and the feedback that we're having from both our workers and our families is that it is much more, um, they're feeling safer, they're feeling much more empowered um, and generally it's it's a much better service that we're giving. All right, Liz, best of luck with it. I hope it all works out. Liz Woods, uh, Safeguarding Manager for East Hearts. This is Ian Lee on BBC Three Counties Radio. Okay, oh three four five nine four double five five double five. Do you want to dance? It's a lot with you, I don't know. Simon Oxy's available. <laughs> three four five nine four double five five double five. Catherine, a quick recap, if you would be so kind, of some of the many many things we're discussing this morning. Lots. Oh, I do like to be beside the B side. That's a great title. <laughs> B sides that are better than the A sides. Okay, we've got a couple here on the texts. 
Uh, my favourite B-side, says Terry from Books, is I'll Get You, the A-side being... Zilibdik hey. by the Beatles. Zilibdik, Ke- Kelly's favourite um, no, attitude she likes towards she life. She <laughs> Yes. Oh dear. Mark and Bletchley with an Anton Rogers fact. Everyone. Morning, Mark. Also played a number two in the Prisoner episode. <laughs> Come on. Come on, guys. We're better than that, aren't we? No, we're not. She leaped it and number twos. I mean, it really, honestly, I think they can retrospectively <laughs> remove uh, our Gillards, our Nicky Clarks, and indeed our Sonys. I mean, oh gosh, they can be painful. They can take those away from us. Ian from Sully Hall's back. He's not content with your answer. He's oh. talking about him filming people yes, doing boss. stupid things on the M40. He says, "I have got a dash cam, but you didn't answer my question." And I thought you had an answer for everything. I think if you're sending three messages in a row, that means you should be phoning up, you lazy devil. <laughs> Phone him up. Get There's him a on new the rule. Phone. Get him on the phone. Shall I ring him? Yeah, yeah ring Ian him from Solihull. He will be posh. Let's ring some of these um, these texters back, guys, because um, yet another crap program. Ian Lee, I wish you yeah, but, would. Yeah, but do you know what, though? No. The person who sent that also sent a really long text describing themselves as a fan. So make your mind up, love. Well, and yeah. not putting your name on it doesn't mean we don't know what your number is. <laughs> Divvy. You can see you're the same person. Ian and the morning crew. Wow, harking back to the early days. The Queen is not better than me. She cannot drive a, oh, a she, bus. Oh, she can. Well, bus driver Jay, first of all, it's cannot drive a bus. And of course she can. She can. You, you, you don't think she's got skid pans at the back of Buckingham Palace? She was an army uh, engineer, wasn't she? Oh, wasn't it? Wasn't it? She can not only drive buses. She fix it. She um, can uh, fiddle with the Queen Mary. And I bet she's... Um, I'm trying to think of an innuendo about Careful. flying an aeroplane, and I can't. I bet she's been in a few cockpits. There we go. Of course she has. Of course she has. That woman can do pretty much anything that you can do, but better. But better, guys. Stephen Milton Keynes. Yeah. Obviously not paying attention. Morning, Stephen. Hi, all. There was a comedy series in the 70s called Mm. Father, Dear Father. The cast included Patrick Cargill and Natasha Pine. They followed it it with an Australian version where the dad moved to Australia without his daughters. They called it Father Dear Father in Australia to distinguish it from the British Uh, series. Who's who's texted that in? Stephen and Milton Keynes. Have that, you plum. So we started it. Sheila's in St Albans. Good morning, Sheila. Good morning. I'm just ringing up to say that I'm not too sure that the Watford custody suite people will find it trifling. No, it's not. It's not a trifling matter at all. No, because they're going to have to move yep. and work elsewhere, or exactly. not, as the case yep. may be. The closure of the custody suite is not a trifling matter, as we said. No, it's not for them. It's no, it's not. It's not. It's, that's why. That's why. Hence, Sheila. That's why I said. That's it's why I said. Trif- I know. It's not know. a trifling matter. No. 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 So you agree with me? Well, perhaps I wouldn't have used that word. Well, it's no, no. trifling matter, Sheila. The custody suite is closing down. Yeah. Thanks for the buzzkill. Sticky situation there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Sheila's never happy with us. I don't Sheila's know why never she happy. listens. <laughs> ah, well, you know. It's all is off. She ain't got a radio diary. Not that bad. Anyway, Sheila, always welcome to call. You're very kind. 03459 455 555 is the telephone number. Uh, the Sun headline uh, writers, uh, reigning champion, front page. Obvious. We'll let him have that. We'll let him have that. They've done a good one, though. They've taken a couple of days to come up with it. Those two lads that were killed by the drone strike. Oh. Yeah, no, they've come up with a good headline. It's okay to, mm. it's okay to do a headline about it. Okay. 
Jihad it coming, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Oh. Jihad it coming, jihad it coming. You're not buying that one? I just think it's a bit soon. No. They were scumbags. I know they were, but still, it they does were sound scumbags. Just a bit like we're reveling in water, bloodshed, doesn't we, it? Well, we might have saved, we might have saved lives by doing that. Yeah, but jokes. No, okay. I'm with Sheila on that one. Yeah, Monka. It's no trifling matter, guys. But that jihad it coming. Jihad to be there now. Jihad his chips. There we go. Hey, yeah, Dave on the Twitter sphere says <laughs> B-sides better than A-sides no it's not called that Dave don't pretend you don't do know like what it's called do like to be beside the B-side mm-hmm. Pulp something changed the single had Mile End as the B-side I don't know that well something changed is good but I'm not quite sure about Mile End so I don't know what your point is Dave what's your point uh, Russ says the Queen is better than me because she didn't waste her childhood running her finger over wet plates to see if they squeak wow you know what that's from don't you that's the power of advertising. Was oh, it yeah. Fairy Liquid? Nanette Newman. Nanette Newman. I met her on a train once. What a what a beautiful, beautiful experience that was. Ian, can you add the info from um, the West Midlands to the end of the 3CR travel? Because all of your old listeners are stuck in traffic. I can't do that can't do that that would be you have uh, to look after you out your windows that'd be inappropriate right let's let's call up some of these texters i can see dennis is calling in so we need someone oh, decent go- yeah. uh, kelly's do- not spoken for about five minutes <laughs> well, yeah we know we know that's why uh, she lived li- it to him? Yeah, after um hang on stay the there show. after I, I leave this place he's on fader too if you want to find out what he's talking well, about dennis, we've only got, sure. dennis we've only got 30 seconds to finish you right. off Anton Rogers, I think he was in the Day of the Jackal as well. Thanks for calling. So, uh, today we're celebrating the magic... Hats off to Anton Rogers. We are saluting the uh, the body of work that Anton Rogers created in his um, short yet very, very talented life. 03459 455 555. Why is the Queen better than you? Films that have not stood the test of time. And rounds of applause outside of a theatre, please. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. It's very slow on the M1 towards London from Junction 9 from Redbourne to 7 Pamela Hempstead. Also, it's busy on the A5 southbound 2 through Dunstable between the A505 and Houghton Road. The M25 is looking busy anti-clockwise from Junction 17 from Maple Cross to 15 for the M4. And there are queues on the M40 out of town from the Denham roundabout approaching the M25. On the train, Southern have delays between Watford Junction and Clapham Junction because there was someone on the tracks earlier. They've been moved on, but it's causing knock-on delays. And also on the train departure Boards the 807 service from Luton to Bedford's been cancelled. Samantha Brough, BBC Three Counties. Sammy, thank you. Um, and it, I, I have been hauled up um, by the team here. And, say, and I listen, if I get something wrong, I don't mind admitting that I got something wrong. And if I've crossed a line, I know I will apologise. And I apologise, I apologise to Sheila and any of the other listeners uh, who are upset with my flippant um, talking of the closure of the um, custody suite at Watford Police Station. I said it was no trifling matter. It's very, very important. Because obviously, hundreds and thousands are affected. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
It's eight o'clock, I'm Simon Oxley. The headlines, police closures in Hertfordshire, warning over CDs found in Buckinghamshire and plans to change rules on school admissions for summer births. BBC Three Counties Radio. Hertfordshire Police has announced plans to close Hoddesdon Police Station and the custody suite at Watford as part of plans to save money. More from Lee Agnew. Staff from Hoddesdon will be relocated to a new command centre at Chesant, but the force says there will not be any reduction in the number of frontline officers. The custody suite at Watford is currently closed temporarily, but that will become permanent with services concentrated at Stevenage and Hatfield. Hearts Police is pointing out that the rest of the policing team at Watford will remain unchanged. Police are warning people not to view the content of CDs found in streets and gardens in Buckinghamshire. The discs have two Hebrew words on them which translate as Hallelujah God but are said to contain violent images. The discs have so far been found in Chesham and Amersham. The Queen will become Britain's longest serving monarch later today. She will overtake the record set by her great-great-grandmother Queen Victoria who was on the throne for six 63 years and seven months. A Buckinghamshire care home has been rated inadequate and placed in special measures following an unannounced inspection by the Care Quality Commission. Russell House in Chalfonts and Peter is run by the National Society for Epilepsy and cares for 19 residents. Jessica Cooper reports. The inspector visited the home in June and found it was not safe and there weren't enough staff, with knives and hazardous cleaning substances not kept locked and secured relatives say they're mostly happy with the care. In a statement, the National Society for Epilepsy said it's working closely with the CQC and it's taken immediate action. A British Airways plane bound for London has suffered an engine failure while preparing to take off from Las Vegas. The passengers and crew used emergency slides to escape as the plane was engulfed in flames and thick black smoke. At least 12 people have been hurt. The schools minister, Nick Gibb, has said every child born in the summer should be allowed to begin school a year late. He's written an open letter to local authorities and head teachers, saying that some parents feel forced to send their children to school before they're ready. More from Chris Mason. The school admissions code in England requires authorities to provide a school place for all children in the September following their fourth birthday. Parents of children born in the summer who wish to defer their child's schooling by a year but still start in the reception class can only do so at the moment with the permission of the local council or the school's governing body. Nick Gibb said this system was flawed and he wanted the admissions code changed. No child should be forced to start school before they are ready, the minister said. In sport, the Conservative MP accused of implicating the Bedford athlete Paula Radcliffe in drugs doping has accused the media of taking his comments out of context. And Wayne Rooney has become England's all-time record goalscorer. His late penalty gave England a 2-0 win over Switzerland last night and was also his 50th England goal, overtaking Sir Bobby Charlton's record. The weather cloudy this morning, some sunshine this afternoon, a maximum temperature 20 degrees Celsius. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties thank you simon get some of my best material from uh, simon oxley uh morning ian lee bbc three counties radio so <clears throat> story about people who may or may not have found um cd roms with offensive material on i'm not i'm not i'm not buying the story i'm not buying the story more importantly when have you uh, been involved in a round of applause that was outside of the theater B-sides that are better than the A-sides in a feature we're calling, Catherine? Uh, oh, 
Oh, I do love to be beside the no, B-side. No, 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 no. I do like to be beside the B-side. Oh, right, OK. Thank you very much indeed. And if you're lucky, we'll get um, Kelly Betts to uh, name that German Beatles song again. <laughs> you want to do, actually, well, let's be lucky. Go on. What, what was that Beatles song called? Schlipdick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to have that as my text alert. I tell you what, just, just, just say it for us one more time without any... Schlipdick. Schlipdick. Could you clip it and send it to me? Mm. Thank you. Oh, films that haven't stood the test of time, and we're going to speak to Delia in a bit. Why is the Queen better than you? Oh, three four five nine four double five five double five. Across beds, hearts, and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Surprise! Now, look at the front pages. Uh, I've got stories about the Queen. Front page of the Sun: reigning champion. Oh dear. Daily Mail: just another day at the firm for our record-breaking Queen. Uh, the Daily Miller. Miller. Lady Mirror, Paula Drugs, Cheap Bombshell. Oh, that's not about the Queen. She's not the Queen. Strange one on the Express. Yes. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Oh, bit over-familiar. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Gosh. Thanks. This is a weird headline, right? So this is the Queen. She's 63 years on the throne. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Thanks for the memories... And here's to another 63 years. Well, one of those is sarcastic. Yeah, one bam, thank you, ma'am. 03459 455 555. Um, We're uh, doing a switcheroo on the stories because our expert on the disc story is not answering his phone. Yeah, because, okay, because I'm not buying that disc story. In the I mean, I believe in the expert, but I've got no proof that he exists. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, oh dear. So where are we going first? We're going to go to Roy Lilly. Okay, and that's um... talking about this story. Oh, okay, okay. I've got it. I've got it. But thank you, Roy, for coming on. Let's 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 go into this, then, shall we? A care home in Buckinghamshire has been placed in special measures and rated inadequate following an inspection by the Care Quality Commission, even though relatives say they're mostly happy with the care. Russell House in Chalfont St Peter, which is run by the National Society for Epilepsy, the NSE, cares for 19 residents with learning disabilities. An inspector arrived unannounced in June and found it was not safe and that there weren't enough staff. Knives and hazardous cleaning substances weren't kept locked and secure. Well, Roy Lilly is a former NHS Trust chairman who's uh, called into question the credibility of CQC inspections. Morning, Roy. Morning, Ian. Um, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because relatives may say that they're happy with the, you know, with the care in a home, but I guess the CQC, they see stuff that the relatives don't necessarily see. Yes, that is right. And to call into question the CQC often sort of puts people in the light of, well, you know, I don't care about quality or I don't care about safety. But look, the difficulty is this. The Care Quality Commission have been inspecting care homes and hospitals now for 16 years. They cost £200 million a year. And the question is, are hospitals and care homes any safer? And the answer really is no, it isn't. And the, the fault line is in the whole approach with inspection. Because if you turn up and the place is safe and, and, and sound, then you've wasted your time going. If you turn up and it's not safe, it's too late because the damage has been done. And the difficulty with care homes is, is, is very, it's very complex because if um, the CQC um, decide that a care home is in some way, has shortcomings in some way, they can give the care home operators 
a chance to fix it and put it right, and they come back and re-inspect. Now, the difficulty is a lot of these inspections are carried out months ago because the CQC are woefully behind yeah. in the gap between inspecting and and reporting. So people say, well, hang on a minute, you, know, you came here uh, three or four months ago and inspected, that was then, this is now, it's all very different. So the, there's that part of the problem. The second part of the problem is if the CQC decide for whatever reason that the care home is not safe, then they can go to court and close the place down. Now, the relatives have no say in this. But that doesn't, the closing down doesn't happen very often unless it's a really bad place, does it? I mean, they've not closed no, this place down, yeah, for example. Right. I, don't, I, don't want to give, I don't want to give the impression it's like a weekly occurrence, yeah. but it is starting, to, it is a phenomenon that we're seeing more of because yeah. there's more and more pressure on care homes there's more and more pressure on, on funding care homes than we are seeing care homes... What would you see replace it then, Roy? Because because uh, um, as someone who's got a mum in a care home, I'm, I'm pleased that there is a body, an independent body, that goes and checks these places out. What, what would you rather see in place then? I think we, we need a sort of total quality uh, uh, approach. I would like to see much more, a much better relationship between the CQC and the care homes. I mean, what, what happens now is the, care, the CQC turn up and say, this place is no good, we're going to close it down, cheerio. Uh, they go to court, they get an order, your mum ends up in a wheelchair in the back of an ambulance at six or seven o'clock at night because they never get the orders until late in the afternoon and they get moved and you don't know anything about it. What I'd much rather see is the Care Quality Commission go in and say, look, in this particular case, oh, I think they're worried about knives in the kitchen not being in a locked drawer and um, uh, some worries about cleaning materials. Yeah. I'd much rather them say, look, I tell you what, we're going to get someone in here next week to help you sort all this sort of stuff out. It's pretty trivial, but it is important. Um, and we're going to help you to sort it out. So instead of stomping around saying, this is no good, we're going but to close it, but- you down, I'd like to say, this is no good and we're going to help you fix it. Roy, normally I agree with you, but I think, I think you're, you're, um, you're flying your flag a little bit high in, in a, a very windy environment today because they're not saying they'll close it down. And it is, it is important because these are young people with learning difficulties. So, yeah, if it were a care home for elderly people, having some knives out and about, Maybe not quite so important, but but these young people they don't know that that bleach is bad. They don't know that um, knives are, are are necessarily bad. So it is an important thing. I, I haven't said for one moment that it isn't. Uh, and I used to run uh, services for people with learning disabilities, and I'm very very aware of the the extra need for caution and safety that there is. But what I'm saying is, turning up saying this is bad, and then going away and saying we're going to come back in six months to see if you fixed it. That gives you a, a, a long period where it yep. may not be fixed and it gives a long period where things may deteriorate. What I'm saying is, instead of being an inspection regime, what we need is an improvement regime. And I think we're seeing now quite a lot. A lot of people are now starting to say, Do you know what, we've inspected for years, it's not really given us much of a return on our investment. Is there a better way? Mm. And I think an improvement regime is much better. Years ago... Um, there used to be organisations called community health councils, and these were made up of local clinicians and local people who knew and understood the local services much better. They had rights of access and right of inspection, but also because they were local and because they were help, there to help places improve, I think it was a much better model. Now, unfortunately, Alan Milburn, when he was Secretary of State for Health, got rid of them because he, he did say with some justification they'd become politicised and had a lot of councillors on them, and it was rather unfortunate. So we then went to this really rather mechanistic 
approach to uh, inspection after the Bristol Babies um, uh, debacle when um, uh, a hospital was performing heart swap operations and they didn't do them very well. So that's how inspection we arose at. It was originally it was supposed to be a collegiate learning exercise. It's turned itself into now just you know clipboard and tick the box. Uh, and uh, my view, and I think it's a view that's starting to be shared by a lot of people now, is that we need a much better approach to improving our care homes rather than just finding fault with our care homes. All right, right. Always nice to talk to you. I really appreciate your insights. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you, Roy. Roy Lilly, former NHS Trust chairman. Uh, 03459 555. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. So here's a story that I'd missed, and thanks to Kiki for um, highlighting it. If we get past the rather shocking wham-bam, thank you, ma'am, front page of the Daily Express. It's incredible, really. Yeah, you wouldn't believe it. Guess who they've called in. Maybe you've seen this. You've probably seen this. I haven't, you, I haven't looked at the Express. Your tongue is right up news. I do love a bit of news. Guess um, uh, who the church have called in. Oh, I do know this. OK. The church have called in to make uh, sermons um, hip and funny. Oh, geez. The, one of the, the, the worst things... Here, here are my list of, of uh, the top three bad things about Christianity. At number three, Christian uh, 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 vicars dressed as clowns. Oh. At number two, um, vicars in jeans. And at number three, uh, vicars playing uh, those big, fat Sunday school acoustic guitars with a rock band. Yeah, with a rainbow strap and a nice smiley face sticker. They've called in Bobby Ball. And Don McLean of Cracker Jacks. <laughs> Two people who've made me cry out the Lord's name, but never in, in joy, in, in no, vain. Yes, just in, well. Do you know who Bobby Ball is, Kelly Betts? <laughs> oh, you got me nipples! Is that what he used to say? Rock on, Tommy. He used to go, rock on, Tommy. Oh, you got me... Did that he, was the joke, what did he, he used call to snap them? his nips. Did he call them nips? I think so, yeah. I don't think we can say nips anymore. We can, nipples. I don't think we can. Yes. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can. If we can Spider. say she leaped dick, then I'm pretty we sure can't we can't. We certainly can't say that. Cannot say that. Can you stop saying it? Veteran funny man, Bobby Ball. Now, the thing is, right... <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> it did sound like Didn't she it? said what you think she Didn't said. Didn't it just? Wow. What do you think I said? I can't say. I swear. I think... <laughs> this is what I heard. <laughs> That yeah. must have mean my brain's leaking. I did a, I did a smile listen, listen and a, and a little chuckle to myself, but to I was roti. swearing in my mind. If it's working, listen to the roti. And it's working. Good. I saw your email, Kelly, and I was panicking. <laughs> we'll, do, we'll, we'll do Bobby Ball after this. Hang on. <laughs> Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. It's very slow on the M1 between Junction Red, Junction 9 for Redbourne to 7 for Hemel Hempstead southbound. And it's also busy anti-clockwise on the M25 between Junction 17 for Maple Cross and 15 for the M4. In Parsonham on the St Stratford Road, there's reports of a large bull on the road near the junction for the A422. And in Bedford on St Peter's Street, it's looking very busy on the CCTV cameras around St Cuthbert Street. On the A1 southbound, it's very slow as well, approaching the Black Cat roundabout from the St Neots Junction. St what Street? Uh, St. Cuthbert? 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 There we go! No. We got a full house. OK, <laughs> where you go. It? It's, it's St. Cuthbert from now on. Cuth OK. Cuthbert. Cuth it's French, St. Cuthbert. Oh. St. Cuthbert. OK, in Bedford, 
On the Great Northern trains, there are delays between Finsbury Park and Moorgate. That's because of some power problems and it's causing delays on trains into King's Cross. And Southern trains also have delays between Watford Junction and Clapham Junction. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you so much, Sammy. It really is the highlight of the morning. 8.16. It is Wednesday, the 9th of September. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Hertfordshire Police has announced plans to close Hoddesdon Police Station and the custody suite at Watford as part of plans to save money. The Queen will become Britain's longest-serving monarch later today, overtaking the record set by her great-great-grandmother, Queen Victoria. She spent longer on a throne than anybody else. She's spent longer on a throne than anybody else. She must be tired. Thank you. And the Conservative MP, who's been accused of suggesting the Bedford athlete Paula Radcliffe was involved in drug doping, is accusing the media of taking his comments out of context. That's, um, there's a lot of accusations there, guys, a lot of Every accusations. Good morning. Good morning, Jonathan. Morning. Do you think it's right to tell a million disabled people they should get off benefits and find a job? Have your say on today's big phone-in. People who are going to be a nuisance are going to be a nuisance regardless of whether they're thing to do. Is it true that people over the age of 65 drink far too much booze. The JVS show fights for your rights and tackles your consumer problems. Waited and the receipt came out but the cash didn't. It's become a problem of late because obviously the trees got bigger as we got here. We couldn't shut the French windows. It, it would appear that they'd buckled. I had a phone call from my daughter saying if we don't get off the train they're going to hand us over to the British Transport Police. The JVS Show, weekdays from nine on BBC Three Counties Radio. I'm calling foul on this DVD story. I'm calling foul. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I think it's... You're accusing someone on Facebook of telling a fib. (laughs) Is that where we got it from? Yeah, but then we tried, We stood it up with the police. No, but the police, they'd also heard about it. The police said they'd heard about yeah, well, it. Well, then they should say it's nonsense. Because I, um, we, we had our house burgled. A friend of mine had his house burgled, right? Mm. And uh, they took everything. I mean, it was awful. They took the TV, the DVD, the Xbox, um, all the handheld, the laptop and stuff like that. They left the camera. And when they got the film developed, like six months later, there were photographs of the burglars brushing their bums with their toothbrushes. That was your friend. Yeah. Oh, my friend must know oh. them. And I think this is the same friend that f- what found one of these DVDs with all the images of murder and um, child abuse on it. He's had a really bad Poor run friend, of luck yeah. recently. Gosh. I don't believe stop the story. Stop looking at pictures. If I was your friend. Stop. Just stop using um, uh, recording media. Yeah. Is the thing. Tony's in burnt oak. Morning, Tone. Oh, hang on a minute. Oh, where's he gone? He's bottled it. What's Tony. Tony, what's your problem? Tony, what's Tony? So anyway, Bobby Ball, right? He's been called in. Yep. To make now, the thing about Bobby Ball, Bobby Ball is 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 Cannon and Ball were flipping brilliant. Mm, engaged. Flipping brilliant, they right? Got very rich, didn't they? The uh, well, they're, now they're devout Christians. I think didn't they sleep with each other's wives and then become Christians? Something like that. Funniest sketch on TV. Cannon and Ball, Dennis Taylor. Invisible snooker table. Right. Genius. Mm. Absolute genius. Mm. You don't remember it, do you? Too young. Yeah. Too young. I remember him being funny because he was small and he had a moustache. And, and also, there is. I'm going to send you a clip. I'm going to find it on the. Um, uh, what was the, What was that program hosted by Bernard Manning? Tappers and wheel shunters. Right. Wheel tappers and shunters. Oh yeah, the thing where it says the pies have arrived. The pies have arrived. Brilliant, right? Me and my friend. Um, he's won a BAFTA, my friend. We watched them on there. Is Cannonable. the same one with the photos? Yes. 
it's the one who's going to be playing Hello, Mrs. Mrs. Joni in his brand new TV series. You're welcome. Well done, Kelly Betts. Um, we watched an early appearance of Cannon and Ball on the Will Tappers and Shunters uh, club. club. It was flipping brilliant. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. And at the end of it, oh, at the end of it, Bobby Ball fell asleep. And Tommy Cannon picked him up and carried him off stage and was looking after his mate. It was it was beautiful. It was beautiful. They there was were a free song, wasn't there? There was a free song between those guys. Uh, who knows? Uh, who can remember the Cannon and Ball movie? Cannon and Ball Run. <laughs> Cannon and Ball Run. <laughs> no, uh, boy, uh, Boys in Blue. Oh, what was that about? Veteran funny man Bobby Ball hopes to turn church services into comedy heaven after being recruited to teach clergymen a sense of humour. Oh, dear. It's hope Bobby, along with stars like impersonator Bentley Browning... Eh? <laughs> Bentley Browning... Let me just Google that. ...will liven up sermons and help pull in bigger congregations at sparsely attended churches. Bentley. The extraordinary move will see the entertainer pass on stand-up tips at a... Tips... Nope. <laughs> ..at a trade show for Christians, Christians at Birmingham's National a Exhibition. A trade show? Bob, here we go. Bobby, 71, became a born-again Christian in 1986, following, followed six years later by um, Tommy Cannon. They wrote a book, Christianity for Beginners. Um, Someone already done that, haven't they? Called The Bible. I want to show people <laughs> that being a Christian is not boring. In fact, it's the opposite. Good for him. Excellent. What's the opposite of boring? Um, this guy, he said, pointing to himself with both thumbs. Bentley Browning, 52, who impersonates David Cameron on TV, will run the it sessions. I've not seen him before. Have you? Look. Well, you, you, you probably have seen him. You've probably seen David Cameron and not realised it was Bentley Browning. Oh. Also appearing will be Birmingham-born Don McLean. Not that one. Who presented... Here we go. This is what we can do as a phone-in. How do you make Christianity hip? It's not rock. Sorry? It's not Christian rock. That doesn't help. No, it's not. I got tricked into going to a Christian rock concert once. Boy, oh boy, was I angry. Um, but I've been tricked twice by Christians. Boy, oh boy, when I found out Evanescence were Christians. Hey, I got tricked once into, do you want to come and have some cake with me and some friends? Yeah. Christian group. Yeah. Another one, oh, I'm doing this thing, I wonder if you can help me out. I just want to, you know, it's kind of All a right. sort of stand-up thing. It wasn't a stand-up thing, it was another prayer group. Okay, everyone else there was already a Christian. Cards on the table, OK? I'm not a Christian at all. Um, but I, this is my knee-jerk reaction, is when I hear someone is a Christian, I immediately think a little bit less of them for for a short period and it's and it's you know, we've talked often talking about the knee jerk reaction opposed to the intellectual reaction uh, and that passes but my initial reaction is like oh really oh dear yeah but they're christians and christians aren't they <laughs> well, like Slater. There are the tricky ones. Go, yes. There are the tricky ones that try to evangelise you through the medium of cake. Yeah. And there are people who are just nice people, and you kind of realise through getting to know them that they have a belief, but they don't uh, try and um, feed you while they're telling you stuff. Uh, they can feed me as much as they want. I'm generally hungry, so uh, I'll happy. I mean, you mean for the cake? Feed the soul. No oh, cake. Ah. If you're inviting me over for cake, just give me some cake. Um, I, it's just I don't. How, the thing is, um. It, uh, uh, Christianity is a weird one because it is. I like going to church sometimes because mm. I like the buildings, I like the tradition, I like I the like, ceremony. I like the ceremony and I like the mumbling songs. I do enjoy the mumbling songs. Tell you what, I really love. Go to a church in Spain. They waft incense about. It smells amazing. Yeah, I love all that. 
But the, the problem with, with, with a lot of Christian... Uh, 03459 We can follow this, as I'm guessing our guest is not uh, answering the telephone no. for the made-up story. That doesn't story. mean he doesn't exist. The made-up story about the DVDs. That I'll be honest, guys, I'm not buying. I'm not buying at all. It is an urban myth, the UM. Anyway, because uh, 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 when Christianity tries to become hip... It, 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 it falls flat on its you face. You can't try to become hip. That's the point. Is you, cool people don't just know... Just born don't, with it. Yeah, exactly. I'm just born. Sorry? Just born with it. Cool people don't try to be cool. Just happens. Okay, so then how do you make more people love Jesus? Just be normal. Oh, what's, what's, that, what's that text from Ian? Do you want to... Do you wanna, have you, is that... Let's have a look. What's he saying? Top of the text. Don't read it out. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Let's have a look. Let's not, let's not read this. Is that person that is, um, is that the person that texts us in from time to time about houses and things? Oh three four five nine four double five five double five. By the way, yes. Guess, okay. All right. Fine. Uh, 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 um, uh, a guest has dropped out uh, on a story that was was bullshine anyway. I'm calling. I'm calling bullshine. Uh, so we just just jamming. Okay, well, Chris in Milton Keynes is joining in through the medium of text. Yeah. I disagree. The funniest sketch on TV was One Leg Too Few by Peter Cook and Dudley Moore. Yeah, that's good. Uh, the Smiths... Oh, oh you've got... N- I've got nothing against your one leg. The problem is, neither have you. <laughs> <laughs> Sam in Dunstable's getting involved with, in Oh, I Do Like to Be Beside the B-Sides. Yes. The Smiths, William, It Was Really Nothing, although a great song had B-Sides of How Soon Is Now and Please, Please, Please Let Me Get What I Want. They're great songs. How much uh, does it cost for Kelly's text alert, says Gary and Leighton Buzzard. You can have, um, sh- you say it again? Shilib Dick. There you go, just download that and you'll have it. I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll tweet it later on, you can have it. Really? Yeah, and yeah, Matt yeah. says, if they close the custody suite, where will they be putting the hundreds of thousands? Someone is creaming it off. Matt up north. <laughs> Guys, this is not um, a, a laughing matter, OK? This is not a laughing uh, 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 matter, this show. Someone will get their just desserts. <clears throat> Um, dopey, it's Snow White and her seven friends. Yeah. Grumpy, three foot six star Warwick slams PC Madness. Do you believe this story? Because I think it might be. Um... I believe it, mate. Okay. I believe it more than I believe that nonsense about some DVDs being found in people's back gardens that are anti Islamic. How many calls have we had on that from people saying they've got them? Uh... Thank you. Panto bosses were given short shrift. <laughs> Yesterday, for renaming a production Snow White and her seven friends to avoid offending dwarves. Chiefs behind the production, with ex Corrie actress Sherry Hewson and kids TV star and smoker Justin Fletcher, said dwarves was not a word people feel comfortable with. And their censored version of Disney's classic will have kids as Snow White's seven helpers to be even more politically correct. Can I? But then they, they will say, oh, we can't call her Snow White. Call a snow mixed race. Yeah. Can I say it? Can I say it? Go on. Can I say it? Go on. Very few dwarves can act. I've said it. Warwick Davis, he's a great actor. He's a good actor. He's all right. I think he's... No, I don't think he's... He's all right. Quite often... Sub, the, the, um, who was the fella, the lead fella in Time Bandits? Because he was good. Oh, killed Shades. Him, killed himself. Yeah. Killed himself in the he end. He was acting. He was, he was a good actor. Mm-hmm. He was a really good actor. And I cannot remember his name. Um, and that's a shame because he was a really good actor. Um, he killed himself. Really sad story, actually. Uh, but a lot of um, um, dwarves, and I'm using the word because it's in the story here, they can't act. They can't act. But was it because 
the history of our society is that oh, if you we were go. born listen oh, if you were God. born with dwarfism here we go people would push you towards entertainment regardless of what your skills were they would just see you as being a figure of fun learn is to that act. what it is learn to act well you know people do now it's not in their it's not in their it's not a genetic thing that they can't act no i know it's not i'm not suggesting that that's what you are suggesting. No, I am not. <laughs> no, but I'm I... just saying that people think, oh, you're small, why don't you go and be an actor? That is not, is not the way it should be anymore. No one said it to me. But no one's... You're no, not small enough. No one is saying to dwarves you should be actors. In the olden days they did. Yeah, but we're talking... What's that got to do with what we're talking about now? We're talking about now. And a, a lot of them can't act. And they, you know... A lot of actors can't act, though. Oh, exa- oh exactly. I'll give like you that. a lot of beautiful women can't act. Because they're not really there for that, are they? What, what on earth are you talking about? All right. Why are you trying... This is political madness gone wrong. You know, really hot sort of models that end up getting acting parts. Yeah. Newsflash. It's not because of their acting talents. Right. It's because of their physicality so and what that brings to a, a drama. You're saying that these, 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 uh, short, these dwarves... They're being hired for their phys- the fact that they physically fit the profile. OK, so these, uh, these dwarves are, are getting it because they're tiny. Yeah. That's why they're getting the seven dwarves. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I go along with that. I think that's that's possibly part of it. Um, uh, but the three and a half foot screen star Warwick Davis, what he says, I find it patronising when people are offended on our behalf. Warwick, who's been in Star Wars and Harry Potter, added as a short actor, I want the choice about whether I appear in Panto or not. I don't want someone deciding it for me. It loses something without the dwarves. Um, Warwick suggested the row might be a smoke screen to cut costs. Well, it might be. Yeah. You know, I mean. I just, Warwick has an an agency, doesn't he? Ah, uh, yes, he does. You see what I'm yes, saying? Yes, he does. Let's get some travel. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. There are delays on the M40 heading towards the M25 from the Denham roundabout. On the M25, it's slow anti-clockwise from Junction 17 for Maple Cross to 15 for the M4. And in Watford on Beach and Grove, it's looking busy at Escort Road. Also on the St Albans Road, it's looking slow around Lowestoft Road. And the A5 in Dunstable is heavy southbound around the from the A505 towards Brewers Hill Road. In Luton Town Centre, it's also very busy on the A6 between New Bedford Road and Collingdon Street. And also it's looking slow as well on New Bedford Road itself between Stockingston Road and the Luton Town Centre. On the trains, Great Northern have disruptions between Finsbury Park and Moorgate because of electrical problems so that's causing delays for trains heading into King's Cross. Also, Southern services between Watford Junction and Clapham Junction have knock-on delays because of someone on the tracks earlier. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy. David Rappaport, of course, was the uh, the gentleman in Time Bandits who was an excellent actor, but I'm just saying that the, the, a lot of the dwarf actors I've seen they're there just because of their height. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC's Three Counties Radio. It's 8.30, I'm Simon Oxley. Hertfordshire Police has announced plans to close Hoddesdon Police Station and the custody suite at Watford as part of plans to save money. The Queen will become Britain's longest-serving monarch later today, overtaking the record set by her great-great-grandmother, Queen Victoria. And police are warning people not to view the content of CDs found in streets and gardens in Buckinghamshire. The discs have so far been found in Chesham and Amersham. Three Counties Sport. BBC Three Counties Radio. 
The Conservative MP accused of implicating the Bedford athlete Paula Radcliffe in drugs doping has accused the media of taking his comments out of context. Jesse Norman, the chairman of the Culture Select Committee, said he was very surprised by the reaction. The controversy features on many of this morning's front pages. Radcliffe told ITV News that accusations made yesterday at a parliamentary select committee threatened to undermine her reputation. Obviously, I feel very angry, very hurt uh, and very sad about that. Um, I also feel very strongly that I haven't done anything wrong, so why should I be made to feel as though I've done something wrong and that I need to defend myself? Um, I feel angry for other athletes that are also threatened in this way. Um, it, it shouldn't happen. An innocent athlete should never, ever be put in the position that I'm here in today. But having said that, I will do everything that I can do to defend myself um, because I have never done anything wrong and that will always be the case. Wayne Rooney has become England's all-time record goal scorer. His late penalty gave England a 2-0 win over Switzerland last night and was also his 50th England goal, overtaking Sir Bobby Charlton's record, his manager Roy Hodgson. I think I've seen us play better. I wasn't at all satisfied with the first half, a bit more satisfied with the second half. But quite frankly, all that pulls into insignificance when it comes to Wayne Rooney and 50 goals for England, 107 appearances. That's the story of the night. But I am still happy too that even without playing anywhere near our best and not getting even close to what I think we're capable of getting close to we still win the game against a good team and England's cricketers beat Australia by 93 runs in the third one-day international at Old Trafford. Australia lead the five-match series 2-1 with the fourth match at Headingley on Friday BBC Three Counties News and Sport the next full bulletin at nine This is Ian Lee on BBC Three Counties Radio So, um... <clears throat> We'll be finding out why the Queen is better than you. 03459 555 is the term. There can't be anybody today, even those uh, anti-royalists, there can't be anybody who isn't standing up and saluting the Queen today. 63 years she's been at it. 63 years her and Philip have been at it. Mm, she must be tired. Thank you very much indeed. Tell you why she's better than me. Yeah. Two words. Yep. Selective breeding. Isn't it, though? Isn't it? I mean, none of that happened by accident. No, no, exactly. Unlike she's me. Like, She's like, um, um, like best best in breed at Crufts. Yeah. Lovely glossy coat. Yeah, isn't it? Um, so there can't be anybody who's who's down on the Queen today. Anybody going down on the Queen? No, there can't be. There can't be because she, it's a day of celebration, isn't it? It's a day of celebration, just. Absolutely, boss. Absolutely. You've just hit the nail right on the head there. I think the front page of The Express is, is attempting to be fawning and is actually almost blasphemous. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. It seems a little bit... Inappropes. Mm, yeah. A little bit inappropes. The Queen, she manages to make it to five o'clock today and avoids all of the traps that Prince Philip has set in, in Buckingham Palace. <laughs> It'll be Charles, won't it? <laughs> well, could be, yeah. Uh, then she will be the longest-serving monarch of all time. No-one will have spent longer on the throne than her. Mm. Kelly. She must be tired. Thank you. She lived it. What? You can't say that. Uh, so we're asking this morning, why is the Queen better than you? Stay there, Justin. I'm going to bring Michael mm. into the conversation. Michael! Hello, Ian. Why is the Queen better than you? Well, it's really impressive how long she's held her job for, really. The longest I've been in a job is eight years. So, yeah, it's quite a feat. I mean, she's managed to avoid redundancy yep. and the fact. How come you? Um, what? 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 What got you the boot after eight years? Stealing? Uh, no, unfortunately, it was. Um, 
Yeah, I was getting quite bored of the job, so... <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> if, we, if, we, if we left jobs every time we got bored, then um, uh, you'd yeah. be listening to David Prever now. I mean, really. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you can get quite complacent after a certain amount of time as well. And, sh- and that's the thing. Yeah. You're, you're, now we've got it. She's not yeah. complacent. Every day, you get the impression from Her Majesty um, that she is grateful for this wonderful job that she's been given. And she's very professional about it. Isn't she just? And then we go, yeah. well, what's she done for the country? She does she, she, do you know what she's doing today? She's opening a train station in Scotland. Flipping heck. I mean, seriously, how dull is that? And she's opening a train station in Scotland. She spends a lot of time on the road, doesn't she? Doesn't she just? Yes. Michael? Uh, She's done a good job of keeping the family business going as well, hasn't she? And that has to be a plot. How many family businesses are closing these days? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Michael, thank you very much indeed. 03459 455555. And he's he's right there, uh, uh, Justin. She's kept the family business going, Mm -hmm. and she's been at it for 63 years, non-stop. She must be No, no, Kelly. Kelly. Not so, then. And, 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 you know, ultimately, she is the queen. That is why she yeah. is better than me. That is why she is better than everybody else on the streets this morning. That is fact, not fiction. Sometimes, Justin, we give you uh, projects to do out on the street that are going to be a little bit dangerous. You, you're never quite sure which way it's going to go. Mm. I, I bet today was an absolute uh, absolute pleasure, and, and people were, were congratulating you for, for going out with something as celebratory as this. No, no, sadly not. Oh. Uh, some people, sadly, cannot uh, admit the truth that the queen is better than them. Uh, this morning, I went back onto the streets of Luton. Yes, I spent every day on the streets of Luton for a good 10 years or so when we were based in the town. Now, of course, we've moved to Dunstable. So I went home this morning. But you're morning. not bitter. No. <laughs> <laughs> so this morning, boss, I went home to speak to my people on the streets of Luton about the Queen and why she is better than them. Things got very, very tense Ooh. indeed. Here's what happened. There we go. Madam, the Queen is better than you. Why is the Queen better? than you. Who said that? Well, well, it's it's fact. Don't believe you. You don't think the Queen's better than you? No, I do not. The Queen's better than me. How come? How do you work that out? Well, she's got a better house than me. I, I dare say it. I mean, I'm. I wouldn't have I, a job for all the tea in China. I, I mean, looking at me this morning, you probably think, yeah, smart fella. Tasseled loafers, no socks. But uh, I would say she's probably got better swag than me as well. No, you're deluded. I thought it would get tense. Thanks, madam. You're welcome. Hello, Sarah. So, what's that tattoo say there? Uh, love me for who I am. <laughs> OK, uh, the Queen. The Queen is better than you. Tell us why she's better than you. Um, I don't necessarily... I don't think she's better than us, to be honest, because I don't... Well, she is. Really? She's the Queen. Yeah, but anyone could do her job, couldn't they? Oh, come on, get out of here. <laughs> they could. So, why is the Queen better than you? It's not really. She's just another person. She's the Queen, though, isn't she? Doesn't make a difference. Lawrence, how are you, Governor? All right, all right. Pleased to see me back on the streets? Yeah. Yeah, I, I am, yeah. Thanks very much, Lawrence. You said that with, uh, with conviction. Lawrence, um, the Queen. Why is the Queen better than you? I don't know. You got me stumped there. Great feedback. Thanks, Lawrence. Yeah, sure. Right. Thanks. OK, madam, you've come back to see me again. Have you now thought about it and you realise the Queen is better than you? No way. I am not giving in on that one. She, she's doing a job, isn't she? Yeah. I, I so she's better like than that. you? No, she isn't. Well, why have you come back? I thought you'd come back because you, you'd no, you no, thought no, about no. your answers and, no. and you were seeing sense that the Queen is better than you. No way. I'm not giving in on this one. We're all equal. Okay, if I met her in the street, I'd treat her just the same as you or anyone else. Why? She's the Queen. You're lying. No, I'm not lying. 
Madam, very simply, why is the Queen better than you? Because she's flawless. She is fantastic. Yes. <laughs> and she has like a better phone case than me. She has two corgis with a love heart. Yeah. I don't have that, so good on you, Queen. A lot of people on these streets are saying she is not better than me. They are deluded, aren't they? Totally. She rules England. What do you rule? Your house? Yeah. Your car? Come on. Wake up, England. This is why I've come to Luton again this morning. I have missed this attitude. Thank you so much. You're welcome. She was good. She was good at the end, wasn't she, just? Yeah. Oh, she was Spoke perfect. Sense. Spoke Queen rules. Fact. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Definitely. And she's, I mean, she's wrong as well, though. You, you don't rule your house. That's your mum that does that, Justin. We, we all know that. We all know that. I'm surprised by that. I thought today of all days, we, that would be 100% positive vibe. I'm genuinely shocked. No, no, you shouldn't be, because uh, as I mentioned to you earlier on, some people, unfortunately in life, they are just blinded. They think they are on the same page as the Queen. I mean, just how wrong does that sound? But this is what people genuinely believe. Hashtag the world has gone nuts. Dealey, need a little bit of help, OK? Mm, yeah. On Fridays, 7.30, iPod Roulette, and we can take yes. advanced um, uh, 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 players for that. If you want to play iPod Roulette on a Friday at 7.30, you're up against Ribena Rosie, who's been in that position for about seven years now. <laughs> Uh, All you yeah. need is an iPod, an MP3 player, a phone, a computer that you could, that's got music on it and you can set it to shuffle. If you want to book your place, it gets very, very popular. Uh, you can call us now, 03459 455555 or you can email me with your phone number, ian.lee at bbc.co.uk. We need, we need a pop star, Justin, to be the judge yeah, at yeah. 730. Last week, what, what, a, what a player. We had uh, the, the geezer himself, Mr Brian Poole, yeah, uh, sans tremolos, avec attitude and swag. Mm. You reckon you can get us a pop star for this Friday? Yeah, I mean, I have to say, though, to most pop stars, when you say 7.30am, they yeah. don't understand what time of the day that is. Well, but, that, uh, to them, yeah, that's we, we should try. That's, that's yeah. bedtime for those guys. <laughs> it's Justin, a hard night, yeah. thank you, buddy. Good work. Excellent stuff. Seriously, the iPod roulette is very popular. If you want to guarantee your place, get in. First come, first serve. Although I heard an interesting programme on Radio 4 about a system they employ in some countries... Last come, first serve. Oh, yeah, I heard that. Last come, first serve. It's good, that programme, isn't it? Yeah, but I didn't understand that. No. What they say is it would ease that queuing is a waste of time and that to ease queues and to save time, you come last, you get served first. And it's to dissuade people from from queuing. So yeah. if you see there's a queue, you, you leave. But Yeah. Yeah. So it look, there's always going to be a shorter queue, but that's because everyone's hanging back and sitting there having a coffee and stuff when they should be getting on the flipping plane. We're queuing, right? You're queuing first. Right. Kelly's queuing second. Mm -hmm. I'm queuing third. Now, these days, you get served first. Uh-uh. I get served first. Last come, first serve. I win in that situation. You well, don't. you don't. You never well, go anywhere. Whichever way it whichever well, way. Well, OK, it, then it someone goes. comes up behind you. Yeah. Oxley, Simon Oxley does one of his fast, dangerous manoeuvres and, and like just, just sneaks in behind you. Yep. Okay, so he gets served. Kath's still waiting, you don't get served. He I'll, gets served. I'll so kick then Oxley out of the way. You, well, <laughs> get out of the way. That's, you've, you've not understood the, the physics of... Um, no, do you know what I'd do? Here we go. I'd come out of the queue and walk back in. And I'd keep uh, doing it. Yeah, right, so what I'm going to do then is pretend to be tying my shoelace. I'll fall over. Oh. Oh, okay. I'm just going to go to the medical room and I'll sit nearby and then when I can see someone coming up to say who's next, I'll just hobble up at the back and go, yeah, me. So we've established, and I don't. Th I, I feel I feel good said that having said out loud, having come out of the closet, uh, by saying that I don't think many. I, I've not seen many dwarf actors that can actually act. That's not offensive. 
Um, speaking of coming out of the closet, Lino says, re-dwarf actors, I think the highly litigious actor Tom Cruise is the exception <laughs> that proves the rule. I think he's a little bit... I mean, what is he? He's like four foot nine, is that? Is he? Something like that. Don't know how tall Tom Cruise is, but Lino's about four foot nine. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, 03459, four double five, five double five is the telephone number. Do you want some good news? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Stephen Houghton Regis has sent me a text. Morning, Steve. Oh, that's good news in itself. But hey. This is the thing. I live in Houghton Regis and I've still not had a so-and-so on a bike speed past my house oh. in three weeks. Well done, Bedfordshire Police. Oh! It couldn't be. They couldn't have solved that, could they? Could After they? all these years? In that case... You're welcome, Houghton Regis. Yeah, that was you're, us. You're, we, should, we need to get an open-top bus <laughs> and we need to drive through Houghton Regis popping wheelies. Can't afford that. Why don't we just get some cross bikes? OK. <laughs> uh, Dave in Luton has called in, unfortunately. Dave? Yes, good morning, boss. We'll have to come to you after the weather. Really? Why? Because I'm sure what you have to say is so fascinating... Yes? ..that I'd hate to um, cut you short... Well, you always do that now, so don't worry about no, it. No, I, I don't always. Dave, I don't always cut you short. You do? We'll, speak, we'll find out with Dave. By the way, if you want to speak to Dave, a lot of people, for some reason, like um, Dave Luton. They don't believe in him. <laughs> they don't believe in him. If you want to speak to Dave Luton, you can do. Now's your chance. Uh, in the last 15 minutes, we had a guest drop ask out. Ask Dave. So ask Dave. What do you want to ask Dave Luton? 03459 455 555. Before that, though, let's get the Trav. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. There's been an accident on the M40 northbound. It's at the exit slip road for Junction 2 for Beaconsfield, so that's been closed at the moment. On the M25, anti-clockwise are accused from Junction 17 for Maple Cross to 15 for the M4. And in North Watford on the A41, it's very slow around St Albans Road at the Dome Roundabout. On the A5 southbound through Dunstable, they're accused from the A505 towards Brewers Hill Road. On the train, Southern have delays between Watford Junction and Clapham Junction because of a person on the track earlier It's causing knock-on delays and also uh, no other delays showing up though on the departure boards. Smart the Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy. Uh, Wednesday, the 9th of September, I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. The Conservative MP, who's been accused of suggesting the Bedford athlete Paula Radcliffe was involved in drugs doping, is accusing the media of taking his comments out of context. Hertfordshire Police has announced plans to close Hoddesdon Police Station and the custody suite at Watford. It's no trifling matter, as this will affect hundreds of thousands. And that's just putting it mildly. And the Queen will become Britain's longest-serving monarch later today. <coughs> oh, she must not be tired. Not now, I'm doing the news. It's not the time for flippant... Oh. Sorry, Your Majesty. Here's the weather. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. There is a lot of cloud around at the moment, but hopefully this should start to break up. We have a strengthening southeasterly breeze. The air's kind of going to be coming from the continent so it's a bit drier and it's going to help to break this cloud up so hopefully this afternoon we should get some decent spells of sunshine the temperature will reflect this 20 celsius the maximum later on today overnight it stays clear just a little bit of cloud and under the clear skies it could feel chilly 10 celsius the minimum for tomorrow it's more of the same we should get uh, this warm breeze still quite breezy though but despite that any cloud we do get should break and we'll get some nice spells of sunshine temperatures up to 21 celsius similar for friday as well but then it's all changing to 
into the weekend where things turn progressively more unsettled. And that's your forecast. Thank you very much. Even if you can't get to the match. Already we're hearing stories of Watford fans saying that they are going to struggle to get here. Or listen to the commentary. Quick feet, hasn't he? Quick feet and good skill and good vision. You can still keep up to date with your local team with Three County Sport. There is the half-time whistle. It's nil-nil. Plenty to ponder. Follow us on Twitter to get all the team news. There's two changes from the team that won a Barnet on Saturday. Goals as they happen. Trying to make room for the shot. Very attentive. Reaction at the final whistle. Momentum changes very quickly in these games and uh, we're disappointed for that. Twitter.com slash BBC3CR and stay up to date with your local team. This is Ian Lee on BBC Three Counties Radio. Um, how many calls have we got for Ask Dave? Well, it's a bit awkward. Hey. I've, I've got one tweet. Okay, well, let's Dave. From John. Yeah, of course. Well, Dave, we've not had many calls in response oh, to. Oh, yeah, let me finish. We've not had many calls in response to the Ask Dave feature. One thing I'd like to ask is. She leave Dick? Yes. She leave Dick? Excuse me? She leave Dick? Yeah, yeah, to you. Thank you very much indeed. Okay, uh, well, yeah. what's the. If you want to ask Dave, this is a genuine feature. Honestly, we've got nothing for the next 12 minutes apart from talking to this old man. 03459 I've got an idea for the a title of oh. that feature. Okay, yeah. To Dave's questions. To Dave's questions, I'll have that. It's not as good as uh, I do like to be beside the B side, but. Thought for the Dave. <laughs> oh, I need to think of a pun on Dave, because that's, that's what you're doing, isn't it? Exactly, you both yeah. done to that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, um, yeah. The Dave to Dave? Today's. To the... Dave's of the week. Um, it's Wednesday. Excuse okay. me, do I, get, do I get a word in Edgeways here? Yeah? In Edgeway? <laughs> in Edgeway? Yes. Okay, David, what, what, what would you like to say? And then we're going to just rack up the calls and we're going to just ram them down your neck hole. What have you got? I'm sure I've got to go back to last Friday when you were having a go at that lady who owns the buses. The coaches. That oh, yeah. The lady who left, just, just a reminder, she was the lady yeah. whose company uh, left a disabled woman with a disabled child and two young girls behind. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, can you think of the bus driver's time, his time limit of driving, and his taco? Big pardon? Hello? <laughs> hello? Yes, hello. Well, I'm talking to myself. Uh, in many ways, yes. Um, yeah, no. He waited oh, eight minutes. He waited eight minutes, Dave. That's disgusting, isn't it? No, no, it's not because he's got his time limits of that bus. He waited eight minutes and he didn't check that she was on. It's terrible. No, it's not. Yeah. It's not really. Dave, did yeah. you hear about the system for making sure everyone was on the bus? It oh, was no, this. No, it went like this. Not. Is everyone here? Excuse yes. Me, Kath. And off Excuse they me, went. Kath. Go on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. Go on. That man's got a time limit of driving that coach. No, he's not. He's got, a ta- he's got a taco in that bus. No, he's not. If he's pulled, yes, he has. He's not got a time limit. His first duty is yes, to make sure has. everyone's on. Right, hang on a minute. No. Does the taco only work when the bus is, is moving? Yes. Well, I've, just shot, your argu- I've just shot your argument down in flames then. If the, b- the bus wasn't moving, if they're waiting. No, no. He's no, no. No, no. Taco. No, no. The moment he gets in that bus. Right, well, then don't stopped. get in the bus. Don't get in the bus. Wait, wait no, outside no. by the door, then the taco's not running. Excuse me. Pardon? Excuse me. Can, you get, can you get to know about these tacos? Can, well, why these you, I love a good taco. I love Mexican food. Delicious. Yeah, yeah I know. Spicy. Yeah. Go on. 
No, I'm just telling you, that man's, that bus driver was in his rights. Okay. If he's telling them to be back by five, he's yes. got to move away by five. Okay. Because if he's held up, yeah. that taco's still going. The best days of our lives. That's what we'll have. Dave, can I ask a question? Yes. Right. Yes, this sir, happened on can. Friday. Why are you ringing up th- five days because, later? Excuse me, because I tried to ring up Friday and I tried to ring up Monday and I, I didn't come on. You didn't try okay. hard enough. Okay. Our phone didn't ring. Listen, we, 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 it's the best days of our lives. It's Wednesday. It's um, uh, um, today's the Dave. Uh, and we've got loads of questions for you, Dave. Are you, you happy to take some questions from the callers? Yes, um, yeah, go ahead, yeah. Okay, oh, he's put his posh voice on. Uh, Rebecca, mm. you're through to Dave Luton. What would you like to ask her? I would like to know where the best deals in town are. Where the best, sorry? Where the best deals in town are. Where can I find the best deals, Dave? Asda's. Not Iceland's? It could be Iceland, yeah. <laughs> or Tesco's. Who <laughs> Hold on. It's Bex. Hey, Bex. Hello, Bex. Hello, Dave. Nice to talk to you, Bex. I used to work with Dave years ago, and we had this song that he used to sing. I think he should sing it for you. Don't you start, Bex. (laughs) What song was that? He has a great voice. You have a great voice, Dave, about the deals in Iceland. I know. Yes, yes. Thank you, Bex. It's great. I'm... Am I talking to... Where's he gone? Hello? No, he's, he's gone. I think we're on our own, Dave. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Stop laughing, Bex, will you? See, see Joe. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, um... Morning, Dave. Who's that? It's Jamie. Who? Grumpy Jamie. Do I know you? Oh, Grophy Jamie, yeah. Dave, where, right, can I get, where can I get free parking in Luton? A free park? Free parking. Um, do you know, I, don't, I can't answer that question. It's not good enough there's, for me, mate. There's nowhere, mate. There's nowhere in oh, this come town on. free parking. Can you research it for me? Pardon? Can you research it for me, please? Oh, I haven't got a computer, mate. I don't know how to work a computer. Mate, you're letting me down. Who? You are. Why? Because I thought you'd have all the answers. No, no, mate, I don't ever think. Not also, like the, t- the taco in the vehicle, it can be running without the vehicle running. Because it's got yes, different loads on it. I know, mate, because I yeah. used to drive lorries. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, and um, you've got someone's got to convince this man here that that driver was in his right to leave at five o'clock. I think he could have gave her a little bit more leeway. No, because if he's held up, he's had it, isn't he? He's gonna, his tackle's going to go over his time limit. And yeah, but it's Dave here, though, Dave. Um, you can't just go as everybody here and then drive off. This is Dave, can I, uh, Dave? Hello, Dave. Hello. I've got a question for you. Yeah, go on, then. Hello, Dave. Listen, I'm taking a stunning woman out tonight. Can you recommend oh, yeah. a good restaurant? got no idea, mate, because I, I don't go into restaurants and I don't believe in restaurant food. So where can I take them in? Take her to the pictures, mate. No, 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 I don't want to take She's scared of the dark. Is she? Yeah. <laughs> God, that'd be good for you, wouldn't it? Yeah, I bet yeah. you light bulbs out. <laughs> so would you want to know if you want to join us, Dave? 
Yeah, any time, mate. Where? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eh? Just let me know where we got to yeah. go. You pay, no? And I, anyone else? Anyone else? Hello? Am I talking to myself? understand he, he should have checked the passengers. Yes, he should but, have. What he did, but, he stood on the coach and said, is everybody here? Now, how the hell did we know? No, I know. I can understand right. that point. Right. But when it comes to the taco in his driving hours, he's yeah, got to leave at five o'clock. Past half past four when he went off. Oh, so, he went off at half four, not yeah, five o'clock. Half, half four, he said he would go off. And apparently this was about eight minutes after half four. I mean, if, oh, that's, yeah, the, if the, that's the same coach that I was on, and that's yeah, what happened. Yeah, but the thing is, if he's told you half past four, he's got to leave at half past four because he's worried about his driving hours. Yes, dear, Echo. but if somebody has an accident, they can't help it, can they? And the other thing is, if he had an accident in the coach, then where's your taco then? So that's an, acci an accident is different. Oh, no. You're still yes. going on about the taco, and that's what I'm saying. So, no. in any case, it's lovely talking to you. Goodbye. And to you, June. Thank you. Is that the lot? Hello? Oh, come back, Mr. Rhodes. Stephen Rhodes. I talk he talked to me. Hello? Where's Matt Luton? Any more questions? Yeah. Do you think, right, women should wear the veil or not wear the veil? No, I don't. It should be barred. Yeah, and what what reason would you have for that? Because of terrorism. Yeah, that's right. Identity, isn't it? Oh, yes. You can't see the person under that veil. I did. Yeah. Regardless yeah, if it's a woman um, or... I know, that's what I'm saying. It's nothing to do with whether you want to see their faces or not. It's just identity, isn't it? It is, and it's a scary thing, actually, on some people. Very really scary. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio.
On the M40 northbound, there's been an accident at Junction 2 for Beaconsfield, so there's a lane close there on the exit slip road. On the M25, anti-clockwise, there are queues from Junction 17 for Maple Cross to 15 for the M4. And the M1 is very slow southbound from Junction 12 for Flitwick to 11 for Dunstable. Also, the A5 in Dunstable is looking very slow southbound at the moment on the speed sensors between the A505 and Brewers Hill Road. In Bedford on Clapham Road, it's very busy between uh, at the junction for Union Street. And on the train, Southern have disruption between Watford Junction and Clapham Junction. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy. Well, I hope you enjoyed uh, our inaugural Thank You for the Daves. What a difference a Daves makes. And Daves, we remember all our lives. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Oh. We all nipped out and started smoking again during that. That's it, that's your lot. Don't forget, um, there's a podcast you can get. It comes out every Friday. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Dave. Back tomorrow at six. Until then, from us, ta-ta. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Ian. Good morning. Welcome to the JVS Show. I'm Jonathan Vernon-Smith. It's Wednesday. It's nine o'clock. And on today's big phone-in... Is it important to you whether the drone strikes that killed British jihadis were legal? Labour and the Scottish National Party have called for a review of UK drone strike policy after two British citizens living with ISIL were killed by the RAF this week. The SNP leader in Westminster, Angus Robertson MP, has warned that the UN Charter only allows lethal force to be used in self-defence and the Prime Minister, David Cameron, must justify this attack. Well, Jeremy Corbyn argues Parliament did not authorise military action in Syria in 2013 and yet David Cameron is now personally authorising drone strikes and he must reveal the legal basis for that decision. This morning I want to hear your thoughts on this. Is it important to you whether the drone strikes that killed British jihadis were legal or not? Here's my telephone number for your call. It's 03459 455 555. This is the JVS Show on BBC Three Counties Radio. I'll take your call in just a second, but first let's get the latest BBC News at nine o'clock. Here's Simon Oxley. The headlines MP blames the media in Paula Drugs Row, police closures in Hertfordshire and record-breaking day for the Queen. BBC Three Counties Radio. The Conservative MP, who's been accused of suggesting the Bedford athlete Paula Radcliffe was involved in drugs doping, is accusing the media of taking his comments out of context. Britain's marathon world record holder has categorically denied any form of cheating, saying comments by the MP had effectively implicated her. But the MP in question, Jesse Norman, who chairs the Commons Culture Committee, said he was surprised by the reaction. What's happened is that the press pack, and it is a pack, it's a herd of ungulates, have basically taken this single snippet and run off to Paula Radcliffe and attempted to bounce her into some kind of statement. And I think that's very unfortunate. And I was talking about medalists as well as winners. It was a list rather than a description of a a single person or set of people. So the thing doesn't hold up. Hertfordshire Police has announced plans to close Hoddesdon Police Station and the custody suite at Watford as part of plans to save money. More from Lee Agnew. Staff from Hoddesdon will be relocated to a new command centre at Chesant, but the force says there will not be any reduction in the number of frontline officers. The custody suite at Watford is currently closed temporarily, but that will become permanent with services concentrated at Stevenage and Hatfield. 
Hearts Police is pointing out that the rest of the policing team at Watford will remain unchanged. The Queen will become Britain's longest-serving monarch later today. She will overtake the record set by her great-great-grandmother, Queen Victoria, who was on the throne for 63 years and seven months. During the Queen's reign, there have been 12 US presidents, seven popes and 12 prime ministers, including Sir John Major. I think her legacy is a constitutional monarchy that is secure, a Commonwealth that is knitted together because of her work and a nation